welcome to the uh, transatlantic. The, this is the ASMR co- podcast thing. Yep, my name is Oscar Reese Freeman, and today I'm going to be drinking some coffee. And I am his co-host, Marcos Rodriguez. It's a pleasure to be here again today. What was that like a like a soda from a restaurant? No, that was actually a. A nice, cool glass of water that I poured myself. Oh. Yeah, only moments ago. I'm gonna stop doing this because this is gonna Please. hurt. Because I have to lean forward. <laughs> it's hurting my back. I'm just. <laughs> this is episode 19. Is it 19? Episode 19. Oh, yeah. Looks like. Uh, <laughs> I. It, it, not that anybody's gonna find out because <laughs> nobody fucking listens to this podcast. The, the one person who listens to this podcast doesn't listen to it on YouTube, so it doesn't matter. But oh, last episode was so long that I couldn't upload all of it. Dude, I told you it was long. Yeah. No, it was three hours and 15 minutes. Yeah, did you guys talk for longer yeah. after I left? No, no, it was about the end. Um, but, but, so it's not that YouTube wouldn't allow me to upload it. It was, um, uh, so Adobe After Effects, where I make the video version that goes on YouTube, apparently compositions can only be maximum three hours. That's um, so if I wanted to have the full version on YouTube, I would have had to export the three-hour version, then make a separate video that was 15 minutes long or however, uh-huh. and then go into Premiere and put them together, meaning then I'd have to export a three-and-15-minute video, a three-hour, 15-minute video, which I mean, to export the three-hour one took five hours for the computer to do. So I was yeah. like, I'm not, I'm not doing another one to export it again for who knows how long. It was too long. So I, I just put it on YouTube. Uh, if if you get to that point, I'll put an annotation or something that just says, whole episode isn't available here. There's 15 minutes extra of fucking nonsense. If you want to hear more <laughs> nonsense, like a remaining 15 minutes of blabbering. Like you can check us out on YouTube or on uh, Spotify and iTunes, but Dude, I was like, it's fine. I how? It's fine. Oh man, that's how long does what? it typically take you to export like a two-hour one? Um, three or four hours maybe. Damn. Just put the computer to the side and I just walk away. It's fine. Sometimes I'll have to do it overnight. Wanna wanna get you a beefier processor, man? It's my laptop. It's my my work laptop. Oh, is that why? Remember, like, Jesus. yeah, that that's why. Yeah, it's oh, my work laptop. So back on your computer, your desktop. No, my computer's still over at, like my place. I thought I'm you still... went back to your place. I don't know what's going Not... on in your life, dude. I'm still fucking stuck here. Like they still announced last week. Remember that the the lockdown's going on for another three weeks at least. Oh my god, dude. So well, I thought you, I um, thought maybe yeah. you had an opportunity to head back home, but I guess not. No, <laughs> technically they're not. We're not supposed to intermingle households, so that was kind of the whole point of the uh, setup that we've had here. Of just you should have um, someone put it in a suitcase, drop it at a bus stop, and then you go to that drop bus stop and pick it up, like. You know, doing a Why switch do off. That? that sounds no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Jesus. Although I'm fairly certain there's like certain things that Uber drivers won't let you put in their car, like computers and stuff like that, because their insurance wouldn't cover if anything happened to it. Really? Yeah. That's fucking weird. Well, they don't. What they don't know won't hurt them. It's fine. You're taking that <laughs> risk. I'm not them. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, anyway. Fairly certain that's the thing. Maybe I'm wrong. Anyhow, I mean, who knows? I never heard that before. That's interesting. Yeah, I could be talking out of my ass. I'm gonna take my jacket off. It's fucking hot in my room right now, actually. Yeah, it's starting to get warm down here too. I think it's supposed to be like yeah. 80 degrees today. 
Uh, it's not that hot over here. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's probably like in the low seventies, and I'm like, whew, it's all on fire. Oh yeah, it's been it's been low seventies here uh, the past couple of days, and it's been wonderful. And it had yeah. like a warm breeze and everything. I was like, oh yeah. I've I've gone outside for the first time in months without my coat. Yeah. My little winter coat. You still have, you still wear a lot of pea coats? I remember you used to love pea coats. No, all my wardrobe that was in California is gone. Really? Yeah. I mean. You can. So is basically mine, but uh, you know it's placing stuff. <laughs> well, I just don't buy clothes like I used to. I'm in that shitty yeah. ass grind where you just go to work every fucking day, and on the weekends you just have to decompress so you just stay home. And also, yeah. I don't have anybody over here to hang out with, so it's just like yeah. I'm on a very well, very the, shitty grind. You got the you got the podcast, bro. Yeah, I got the podcast, but I'm not, like, doing anything outside. <laughs> Besides, <laughs> when I finally have a little bit of extra funds, I go and try to work on my car. Yeah. That's the most I do. Um, okay. But, yeah, dude, it's it's uh, it's just been a fucking grind. That's all it's been. So that's why I don't have a lot of personal clothing. I need to go shopping, though, because I need to get some new clothes. I need some pants. Yeah. I need some different shirts. I used to... My mom used to accredit you as uh, very, very fashionably inclined. Really? What the fuck? Yeah, she she said that you had really good style. She thought you had a really good style. I had no idea. I always thought I was a little fucking... I don't know. I always thought I just... It's just jeans and t-shirts. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. She was like... Sometimes I'd literally... I'll tell her my opinion on like an outfit or something. She's like, you don't know. Marcos was better at this than you. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, fine, jeez. I, I think we have pretty much the same taste. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. I wear a lot of suits these days, which I've said a lot on the podcast. Well, you've always I'm lucky enough suits, to... Yeah. yeah, I've always wanted to wear suits, which is why it's, like, not shocking for people. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I'm lucky enough that I have an office job. That, the, the kind of job that I've always wanted where I can wear that all the time. And it's not like, well, it is considered weird. Like, people... And in the in the office, they're always like, "Why are you dressed like that?" Because they just show up in like the basic shirt and and pant yeah, and, and pants, like dress yeah. pants, yeah. and that's it. And like even their shoes are just fucking good. But like, <laughs> but like no, I at the end of the day, I I dress the way that I feel comfortable with, and I I don't want to judge other people based on how they dress and feel comfortable with, um, like. Because, like, I'll show up on casual Friday still dressed in like a, a normal shirt. Reese, how uh, dare you? In like that's a normal casual. Suit. No, I mean, like, I'll dress in, a, like, a suit. Or, like, not a suit, but, like, I'll have a dress shirt on, I'll wear I'll wear a blazer, and I have jeans, and people are like, why are you dressed so well? I'm like, I'm not a... I'm wearing fucking jeans with a blazer, like, that's it. Um, <laughs> that's not well at all. Yeah. <laughs> we, we made the joke of when we first came back to the office for a little bit um, during quarantine... Uh, like, not during... Like, so, late fall time, we were going back to the office a bit, just because things are easing a little bit and, and we were just having trouble with a lot of people working from home uh -huh. um, so I, I came I came back to the office and uh, I showed up the first day in like full suit and a tie uh, and they were like just letting you know um, it's uh, because there's so many little people in here it's just casual day every day so you can come in whatever you want um, and he was like, but I'm sure for you, that just means you'll show up like this every day. And, uh, most of the time that was true. I just, I was like, no, it's casual. I'm not wearing a tie, <laughs> but still would be in a suit. Yeah. Yeah. I just like suits, man. Like, I think they're really well, I think it's a, it's, it's a, it's literally, oh, I'm going to close my window because some work, uh, construction shit's going on. Yeah. Um, 
But no, it's just it's it's a it's an outfit that's evolved literally over centuries to be the most flattering for the male figure. See, for me, I just can't do the suit thing, man. Um, I don't have any dress clothes whatsoever. Uh, like none. The last dress thing I had was my dress uniform from the military, which is very it's yeah. a very nice uniform, but I don't ha I'm not ever gonna fucking wear that again, except maybe when I die. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh. Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, so I mean, I I'm more into really practical, hard-working clothes because okay. I do a lot a lot of hard work, and I can't wear yeah. a fucking suit doing hard work. <laughs> That's fair. Can't. Yeah, so like if you I'm, know, I, I yeah, <laughs> I'll wear a suit and then like I touch something, I'm like, oh god, did it stain the clothes? <laughs> yeah, see, I, I can't worry about shit like that. I'm yeah constantly just getting on the floor doing shit like well I've, I've got clothes for that like i have clothes that i'll wear if i'm doing stuff like that like i i work a lot on like not a, a lot but like you know when i have to fix my bike or yeah. my girlfriend's bike or stuff like that like i'm like i'm gonna get covered in fucking grease and oil so i'll wear something that's fine for that like i got jeans i'm wearing jeans and a it's it's a i mean it's it's a button-up shirt yeah. but like yeah. it's a nice shirt yeah, yeah but like, i but mean it's made of cotton <laughs> i do that like at my job as well I'm on a day to day every single day I yeah. am doing something like that that can cause it to get damaged or whatever so I just wear uh, some really cheap pants I bought from Old Navy they're just like khaki type pants uh, a little darker mm -hmm. I also have some grey ones I got them on sale for like I, 10 bucks a pair so I was like fuck yeah that's, that's cheap as hell so I just bought hey man, like I got, <laughs> I got a suit uh, on sale the other day not the other day but like a while back it's my newest suit that was like 40 quid it's really nice. Mm -hmm. It's it was just like on uh, like TK Maxx and I got it. I still need to get like the pants hemmed, but other than that, it fits fucking like a dream. TJ Maxx it's really is nice. great. Man. Yeah, it's called TK over here for some fucking TK reason. Max? I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know what it was. I don't know what fucking focus group they spoke to. <laughs> that was just like uh, I, I don't know. Just the J. I just don't think it's gonna work for the British audience. You know? Yeah. It's fucking changed it. They should have called it TZ Max. <laughs> just to fucking piss people off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, I remember you you used to enjoy wearing suits though. I, I did, did, yeah. You? But uh, back in the day when we were seventeen, eighteen years old, I, I did not mind dressing nice. But uh, like for example, I really, really enjoyed uh, doing the Dickens with uh, uh, with, with Emerson. Emerson. That, that was awesome, dude. Those were nice clothes. Yeah. Really fucking nice clothes. So I enjoyed that, but. Um, I just can't. I can't bring myself to invest into something like that. I will never ever wear. Yeah. I'm, so yeah, yeah, for you it makes sense. I would say, um, yeah, for you it just uh, uh, one suit in your wardrobe for the rare occasion you'll need it. Yeah. Most of the time, unfortunately, it. black because the you'll either need it for a funeral or, or something formal, yeah. where yeah. black is a formal color. Yeah, it is. So black is use. Black black suit is. It's it's a thing that people say in like the men's fashion wear kind of suit world that for some reason I fucking pay attention to <laughs> um, that like yeah if you, it, like because it's it's the question that comes up all the time how many sh how many suits should you have like, two because I think two no the well, the the answer is it varies for who you are yeah. if you are um, if you're somebody who never wears a suit they say one get a black one because like I said funerals 
and and uh, like any other really formal occasion. I don't even actually own a black suit anymore. Really? I, um, I need to get one because I really don't want to have to purchase one because of a funeral. I like I like gray suits personally. I like I my the next suit that I really want <laughs> is a dark gray double breasted. That's the one that I'm a double breasted. For. Yeah, because I don't have any double-breasted yet. Well, that's a that's a more old style of suit. They're not. It's coming popular. back into fashion these days. Is In it? the like men's world of of men's suit fashion, yeah. uh, double-breasteds are kind of coming back. Hmm. Uh, however, the six on two, I people keep trying to do, and I don't like those. But uh, what the hell uh, is a six on two? I've never heard of that. <laughs> so six on two. <laughs> so there's 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 three, mainly three different types of double-breasted suits. Uh-huh. You have a a four on two. Or uh, which is, or would it just be a four on, or two on two? Uh, but essentially, it's it's you have four buttons on the front, uh-huh. and two of them work. So the top one and the bottom one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. So that'd be yeah, four on four. Um. Uh, a six on four is the ones where you have the normal one where it's the the two buttons on front, the top and bottom button. But then they have those two buttons on the side that just don't do anything. Two buttons on the side. You mean the ones that are typically for like pockets or something? No, they're like just higher up on the suit. Mm. I'd have to see that. I'll I'll send some pictures maybe in the Discord chat right now. Uh, and then the last one is is a six on two, which is two of those buttons on the side, and then there's only two in the front that actually function as as buttons mm. that do anything. Um, so it's just a shit ton of useless buttons. Yep. <laughs> That's fucking stupid. And it is a bit more like you. You'd look at it and you'd go, "Yeah, that is a bit more older." Yeah. And uh, let's take a look here. Images. Oh, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna send you. Okay, so this is a good example. That's a good example. Where are you sending then, it to me? Um, I'm sending it to you. Oh, is I think that might actually be. No, that's not a good example. Um, where the fuck would be the last one? Anyhow, <laughs> yeah, there's this uh, so there's this brand of clothing over here <clears throat> called uh, Duluth. I think it's like Duluth Trading Company or something like that. I don't, okay. I don't know the fucking full name of the company. Duluth is what they're called. So they have like a lifetime warranty on their clothing, where if wow. it it rips or some shit, you can get it, you can send it back and they'll send you a new pair. So wow. yeah, so I'm really looking into getting some pants and some flannels from there because that's all I wear at work I just wear I just wear pants and and a flannel Um, technically Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to be wearing like a like a dress shirt you know I'm supposed to be like are you really well I mean I'm supposed to be wearing like a a relaxed dress shirt kind of you know like Mm casual like for you casual um, like shirt Uh, but instead I just wear flannels because I say fuck it okay yeah, and uh, I just wear flannels with my fucking band shirt underneath and and pants, and I do not tuck that shit in, and everybody else tucks in their shit, and I say no, no to that, sir. Fuck that. Why don't you tuck it in? Because I don't fucking like it. <laughs> That's why. That's fair. Yeah, like I just don't like it, so I don't want to, so I don't. Um, and nobody gets mad at me for it, so who cares? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, basically just I'm I'm not walking around in just a t-shirt, so nobody can say anything to me. <laughs> God damn it. I keep finding the the just trying to find the normal one. Or I'll just send this to you. I'll just send these to you. All right. Um but so, 
the the clothing that they have though, at that company are meant to be like really really fucking rugged like really rugged ass clothing so i'll uh oh i see i see what you mean yeah what that's the, the one i don't like where there's button, only one yeah. functional button yeah one uh, functional so that's the one button that's just yeah. two fake ass well no four wait one two four five fake buttons five <laughs> fake ass buttons that don't do anything yeah you know this guy this guy does a good job of making it look good though he does make it look good <laughs> it's, it was unfortunate that the only photo i found of it was i was like hey, he's pulling it off um, and then that one's the the kind of standard one, like I said, where it's got the two unusable buttons at the top yeah. that are just there. And then uh, a normal one would be the one with, where it's just those four in front, but not the two on the side that you're seeing there. There's this weird 21 double-breasted... Oh, no, 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 never mind. It's, it's different. It's like, But this guy's got... God, he's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven total buttons. Of yeah, it's done. Five of which are not usable yet, so ugly. I just yeah. no, I just don't like double breasts. I, really I I think I think they look really good. Um, I th I but I definitely know that it's a it's a it's a matter of personal taste. It is like kind of fifty fifty. I think some people it works on them. I think some people it works on them and should wear it. I think there's some people who uh, could wear it but choose not to, and there's people who shouldn't wear it and do anyway. Um, it definitely is for people who want their shoulders and their torso to look like it has more structure than it actually does. Yeah, it definitely accentuates the shoulders for sure because it comes yeah. that it comes across a lot more. And so those shoulders look like they're a little bit more broad and the waist almost looks like it's pulled in a little. It almost looks like it's a uh, it's trying to accentuate your waist. It gives you a, a V shape. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, or, yeah. Hold on, let me look up because I think I think they had. The, I really liked the suits in The Great Gatsby. Like it wasn't a great movie, but the <laughs> suits were really nice. Yeah. Um, and I think they had some double-breasted ones that I did like. Yep, this is a suit podcast episode nineteen. This is suit, <laughs> suit podcast episode nineteen. I still, I oh, I need to think of a movie to fucking recommend. Uh, um, uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I. Yeah, so for someone like you, rarely gonna wear something black suit. I need a black suit because again, like I don't need a, I don't want to be purchasing one when I need to go to a funeral because that would just be depressing. Mm -hmm. um, but I have. Oh, that's interesting. They have a double-breasted vest. What's that called? Just a double-breasted blazer. No, no, the vest and the vest in the middle, not the blazer. Oh, it's just a double-breasted vest. Is, Is that it? just what it's called? Yeah, just call that. Yeah, that's pretty fucking nice looking. I like those. Yeah, that's um, really fucking nice looking. Yeah, I think they work really well. It just adds like a certain element to to the outfit, especially especially when you were to take it. If you when you when you take the jacket off, nice. it still keeps that kind of level of of kind of formality mm -hmm. to your outfit, as opposed to even with a smart uh, with a like a a vest. A lot yeah. of people would still consider it quite you know. Yeah. Um, quite nice but yeah so gatsby, I, I really want yeah. one gatsby in like the old the older one the older movie mm -hmm. i don't know if i don't know if uh our boy leonardo wears this but <laughs> but in the older one the original uh he's got this pink suit uh mm -hmm. with a double-breasted vest and then a regular um i don't know what you would call the regular blazer but just just with a regular blazer shit looks nice dude it looks fucking nice let's yeah. see if i can send this to you um, let's see, save link. Oh, fuck. Not what I wanted to do. Uh... But yeah, um... Yeah, so I think I own six suits. 
Possibly seven. And I still honestly want like two, maybe three more. Oh, so that's a nicer double-breasted. <laughs> the one that you sent me. Oh yeah, that, that is a nice suit though. I do like it. Yeah, the pink. Uh, I almost, I almost got a suit in that color. <laughs> the almost like a pink, maybe. It's a salmon. pink pastel color. Oh, pink pastel. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. Yeah. yeah. All right then. <laughs> yeah, so it was like fifty quid, and I was like, I was kind of close to it, but. Yeah. It was only fifty bucks. Fifty quid, sir. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, suits here are. That's the best thing. That's honestly the reason I've I've gotten so into suits is that suits in the UK are so fucking cheap. Dude, fifty dollars like, is the cost of a fucking pair of Levi jeans. Yeah, no, it's not. Well, yeah, those are expensive over here. It makes me really upset. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cost of Levi jeans here is probably like 80, 70 or eighty. Oh my god. Pounds. Yeah. Because yeah. it's an import. It's a it's an American made import. Yeah. So. And then we got tariffs. So fuck yeah. Yeah. It sucks, but at the same time, uh, yeah. My my last pair of Levi's just kind of ripped in the the little the little, little crotch area, so mm. um, I need to either patch them because I don't really want to toss them just because they are Levi's and how expensive they are would be to to get them here. Well, you know, if I bought you a shit ton of Levi's and just imported or exported them to you, it wouldn't be that expensive. I send it to you as a gift. That's true. That would be that'd be nice. That'd be much cheaper. I, and I buy mine for like $20, usually, because I buy them on sale. Mm -hmm. So I'll usually get them for around uh, 20 to $30 a pair. Um, and I'll buy like two or three at a time sometimes. But Sears, Sears went out of business recently. Really? Yeah, so they're closing like all their fucking stores. And they had a crazy closing out uh, sale at the Sears at my local mall. So... Everything was on fucking crazy sale. I wonder if that affects my mother, because, you know, her pension is kind of from Sears. Is it from Sears? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think that's the whole point of pensions, is, like, even if the company goes under, you still have it. No. Like pension schemes. No? No. Uh, two seconds, just looking this up. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure... If the company you have a pension with goes under, you're mm, no longer have your pension. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, this is saying that they're still around. They just, in 2019, closed a bunch of stores because they filed for bankruptcy. Oh, they filed for bankruptcy. Okay. Yeah. I thought they went completely under. But yeah, yeah so... This is saying... Um, it, this is saying Sears is in a pretty bad position. Um, it's probably only going to get worse with the way that COVID yeah. and everything is. Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm getting an ad in the middle of this. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jesus. That's not good. Yeah, well, yeah. I uh, so I went there and everything was on sale, like massively yeah. discounted, and every single, uh, like, I think it was every three days they discounted things even more. For, mm -hmm. So the longer it took them to get rid of shit, the more things got discounted. Yeah. And um, it, it's ridiculous. Like I went down there to like the, the the hardware section, and I was like, "Damn, maybe I could pick up a shop vac." Because shop vacs are like two, three hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. It's like it'd be sweet if I could buy a shop vac for like a hundred bucks or fifty dollars. But uh, yeah. I never went back there. I just bought some clothes for work, like some flannels and some jeans. <laughs> and 
And they were cheap as hell, so I bought a shit ton of them. But yeah, it's pretty crazy. You gotta catch some deals when you can, man. Yeah, man. Now, there's a there's a fucking store here called the uh, the Works, mm. and literally since I've moved to this country, they've had a everything has to go closing the store <laughs> sale, and it's been for four fucking years. So That's like, hilarious. and it's it's not just like one; it's every the Works store. And like mm. you know, when I first got here, I was like, oh shit, I'll go catch them deals. Mm. And then I walked in, and everything was like more or less exactly the same price as they like I expected. Oh, that's and then terrible. Years later, I was like, oh, they just have these signs and put them everywhere. <laughs> To try to fucking yeah bring you in and get you buy regular price shit. They say the MSRP is actually this, but that's not actually true. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's the worst thing is uh, going to an American import store, mm -hmm. and then I see like uh, like an Arizona iced tea, Mm -hmm. and I go like, oh man, Arizona, I miss those, and then I have to pay two pound fifty for a thing that says ninety nine cents on it. What? (laughs) That's fucking terrible. But it's like it's Arizona tea is just not a thing here. Like it is, but it's it's an it's an import, so again, mm-hmm. it's expensive. Yeah. But damn. When you do find it, they, they could have at least like put a sticker over the ninety nine cent thing saying two dollars <laughs> fifty cent. <laughs> yeah, that would have been nice, but you know. They don't do that. <laughs> well, Reese, it's more like you're paying fucking what, like four dollars for it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you, well, if you you know convert, then actually you're paying for. No, I'm not actually paying four fucking dollars. You idiot. Yeah, gets me all the fucking time, man. But like the the American, the person who's uh who's selling it to you is having mm-hmm. to sell it to the UK for four dollars in order to in order for anybody to make any sort of profit. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I'm actually shocked that there's there. <laughs> Things over here have not gone, uh, like, European import stuff haven't increased by that much. They've increased by, like, maybe 50 cents or 50 pence, sorry. Yeah. Um, on occasion, stuff like that. Ooh, oh, yeah, were you guys thinking of things were going to skyrocket due to Brexit? Yeah, I was kind of worried that yeah. things were just going to, because, you know, just now it's, you know, tariffs and import tax, and yeah. uh, now it's technically a foreign good. Oh, I can get this off my list. Yeah, I'm worried about fucking gas prices, man. That's what I'm worried about. Really? Next. Yeah, because it's, it's going to go up a lot, and that's that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I like my gas yeah. a little low. Like, here, the lowest I saw it go was like a dollar fifty cents per gallon in Georgia, and that's crazy cheap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And now it's at it's been at $3 for a while now. Um, I just want to see it go back down again, because it's, it's nice. I can drive and just fucking floor it with reckless abandon and not care about how much gas I'm using. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it doesn't cost that much to fill the tank. But uh, now it's like, God, I better not get, like, California prices out here because I'll be pretty sad. It's ridiculous. Yeah, California prices were pretty bad. Yeah, but like, gas was what, a constant... What would you say is the standard um, gas mileage per for a vehicle... In the UK, in the US, sorry. In the US, the standard gas yeah. mileage I would say is twenty, about twenty-five, twenty-six miles per gallon combined. Okay. Why? Yeah. Oh, just like because people complain about gas prices over here, and I'm just like, shut up. Because <laughs> like gas prices over here are not that bad, and on top of that, the average gas mileage for like any car is like forty miles a gallon. What's the average gas prices? 
Um, it's like one pound something for a liter. Oh, okay. So it works out to about like two or three quid a, a gallon. Yeah, that's like, not bad. That's yeah. really not bad when you're fucking. No, it's not <laughs> like bad at all. Doing, uh, forty miles a gallon, like it's ridiculous. But um, yeah, yeah. They they have to get smaller cars because don't they put a tax on engines over three liters? Yeah, and they're harder to insure. They're like it's more expensive to insure if it's over three liter engine. But to be honest, it's I've said this all the time. Like in the states, that's where you fucking speed it and go fast. Like I don't understand why people get fast cars here because you go five feet and then there's a fucking hard turn. No road is straight. Every road is tiny. Like it's it's so hard. And even when you get on the motorway, like especially Wales, like you're bobbing and weaving through all these mountains as opposed to like the like having a fast car and then the five freeway. Like, yeah, of course I'm going to go 120 miles an hour. There's not a fucking... I can see that there's not an obstacle in front of me for the next 20 miles. <laughs> yeah. Like, whereas here, I would I would just... I'm like, no, that's, I'm not going to bolt around this corner because who the fuck knows around what's around this corner. <laughs> yeah, if I was over there, this is what I would get. I would get the fucking... The Renault 5 Turbo. It's fucking yeah. awesome-ass little tiny fucking two-door mid-engine fucking rally car <laughs> I honestly uh, really want a Peugeot just cause I think it's a no it's a no Renault not Peugeot name. no I want a Peugeot oh you're just saying you want a Peugeot oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I just want yeah, it's not always about you you're fucking wrong <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude I mean this car is fucking sick man like when it was in it's heyday I think it had something around 400 horsepower from this little tiny ass fucking vehicle back in the 80s Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. It's like what the fuck. It's insane. Um, but yeah, really cool ass fucking vehicles. Uh, have you ever seen a movie called Analyze This? <laughs> Analyze This? Uh, yeah. You said it's a movie. Yeah, it's a movie. No, what the fuck. So I'm looking. I'm looking for a movie to recommend, and I saw the uh, sequel, Analyze That. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck. <laughs> It's, it's honestly, it's a fucking joy. I'm not gonna recommend it ever on the podcast because it's, it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a movie with Robert De Niro and Billy Crystal, and the plot of the film is Robert De Niro is a fucking crazy fucking mob, Italian mob gangster. Okay. Um, but he's like having a midlife crisis and he doesn't and he's like freaking out. So like the people closest to him are like, oh shit, he's kind of losing it. He's like not okay. He has anger issues. Like all this, all this stuff. Like he's really having a trouble and problems. And they accidentally like bump into Billy Crystal's car, uh-huh. and he's like, and he they, and then he starts like, you know, uh, being like, oh, I'm so sorry, because he realizes they're mobsters, and he's like, I'm, I'm just a, I'm just a psychiatrist, like here, take my money, and they're like, wait, you're a psychiatrist? <laughs> That's fucking stupid. <laughs> and they're like, can you, uh, can you talk to our boss and see if you can make him a little bit better? So it's just about this like friendship between <laughs> fucking Robert De Niro, a mob boss, and Billy Crystal is playing a fucking psychiatrist and he's like trying to just like help him get better <laughs> jesus let's see is billy crystal who i think he is yeah yeah that's what i thought that's, yeah, that's what i thought you were talking about i don't i don't like him in a lot of movies <laughs> <laughs> okay like, I, I like billy crystal I think he's i'm not a huge fan i mean just he plays the same character in every single fucking movie yeah, no, that's that's true. That's fair. <laughs> so I get very tired of him very quickly. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I mean, when Harry met Sally, man, it's it's one of the two, three. Um, what's it called? Um, movies. 
three three romantic comedies that I think the people should see. I think the romantic comedy genre is kind of shit, mm-hmm. but there's only three films that you should actually see. And I guess maybe this even one, four. There's this one, and then the rest are all fucking what's his name films. Wait, which one? <laughs> the the rest. I said there's there's when Harry met Sally, and then yeah, all Harry the rest of the films are gonna be movies with uh, what's his name from fucking uh, what's that? It's a fucking movie. Uh, God damn it, dude! I could never remember this guy's name. He I, got, don't, I don't know. He got caught with a fucking uh, stripper, a trans stripper. Uh, You're not, naming not, not, so not, many actors. Not, not stripper. <laughs> he was caught with a trans uh, prostitute while he was married because he said he was doing it for a role. A British actor. I don't. I don't know who you're talking about. Come on, dude. Let me look this up. <laughs> I can tell you what the other movies are. Hold on. <laughs> Prostitute. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you right fucking now. Okay. Hugh All Grant. Right. There you go. The rest are Hugh Grant movies. Aren't oh, there? Hugh Grant. I didn't know that happened to Hugh Grant. That's hilarious. Yeah. Dude, uh, the answer is. Uh, the answer is no. Um, that's not who I was gonna say. No. Uh, the other movies are so when Harry met Sally and then uh, Annie Hall, um, which is just a great film. Um. And, uh, which also has a line that I fucking just, I just love it so much. It's just, it's a, I tell people, if you want to understand who I am and what my life is, uh, just, I just recommend this one scene American in Annie Hall where, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in, in Annie Hall where he gets pulled over by a cop and the cop says, can I see your license? And he pulls his license out of his pocket. And this is back when licenses were paper, um, cause of the seventies and he just starts ripping up his license. He goes, I'm really sorry, officer. It's not your fault. I just have real problems with authority. <laughs> what the fuck? That's <laughs> and that's just my life entirely. It's just like, I don't have anything against you, but what you are and what you stand for, I'm just going to fuck with you and, and ruin your life because I, I don't, I don't do well with people trying to tell me what to do. So, <laughs> wow. It's very, uh, sticking it to the man just ripping up your fucking license to make you pay some money or possibly get your car towed <laughs> yeah not worth it <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh shit dude i was gonna look something up and i totally forgot the fuck i was gonna oh and the other one is is um love actually yeah, i think it's i think it's a good movie it's funny love actually yeah who's in mm-hmm. that um every british person who ever existed <laughs> is in that film oops oh yeah here we go here we go Hugh Grant there we go fucking told you Hugh Grant are you what do you mean I told you oh is he in oh yeah he's in that film I told you he was gonna be in it (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were gonna choose a Hugh Grant movie Reese I knew you were yeah it was it was it was bound to happen (laughs) yeah I was gonna say I know I know you're gonna choose one. I just I th- I, d- I thought it was gonna be the all of the room, the rest of the ones. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, speaking of movies, do you want to digress over to Isle of Doge? Yeah. So, is this the first time you've seen it? No, it's actually the second time I watched it. Okay. Yeah. This is the second time I've seen it too. Yeah. Yeah. Back back in the time when movie theaters existed, that's when <laughs> I saw it. Yeah, Are movie theaters still shut over there? I thought. I, I'll be honest. I I, I kind of have this image that America's just like doesn't Doing give a shit and has want. everything open. No. Yeah. No, no. No. So the movie theaters are limited over here. So it's uh like the small ones. Yeah, those are probably shut down. 
but the ones that we have, like the larger ones, um, they're yeah. operating on like only on Wednesdays and then like the weekends. So yeah. they're not actually open during a majority of the week. I just, as much as I love film, I don't understand why I would want to fucking risk my life to go see a movie in the theaters. <laughs> see, every time I've gone to the theater, it's never been a risk because there's nobody there. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so, yeah. also, you know, I I really do know how... Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I've been around it. Maybe I'm desensitized, but it's like, a movie mm-hmm. theater, you're really not going to get sick unless you're, like, shoulder to shoulder with someone and they're being disgusting. Yeah. And just, then, mm. then at that point, just leave. <laughs> Yeah. And then wash everything. Burn yourself in, in fucking hand sanitizer and you'll be good. <laughs> but uh but yeah, so Yeah, I saw it back 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 a long time ago when it came out I believe because um mm-hmm. I think I watched it with my wife because I wanted to watch a Wes Anderson film and, and you know, my wife would probably never sit through any of the other ones. Um, really? Yeah. But they're also fun. They're great. I love Wes Anderson films. Like they're they're visually appealing in many different ways. Um, the acting is normally very good. Like <laughs> I, I love the cast he had for this. I mean, it's like partially mm-hmm. the cast he had from uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox, so he's worked with yeah. a lot of them before. Well, I mean, all a lot of his movies are um, friends. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's it's people that he works with all the time, yeah. which is kind of nice. Yeah, because um, it always like yeah, I mean, fucking Bill Murray just is in every fucking thing, and he's always just kind of like he's always like he plays Bill Murray where he's there, yeah. but not kind of like not really. I'd say this yeah. is the most active character he's played in a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because uh, Bill Murray was in in Fantastic Mr. Fox as well. I think it was yeah. the Badger, and then um, and then this one he was who was he? He was like Duke or something like that. I don't know. But yeah, I, I think so. I like them. I like this character in it. Sometimes mm-hmm. the thing I like about the characters in this movie is that I totally like am immersed in these characters. Yeah. I, I forget that they have these actors' voices behind them. Because usually when yeah, you realize... when it starts, you're like, oh, that guy's that guy. Oh, that guy's that guy. But toward the end, like you do, just feel like yeah, like you you really get. I'd say more so the first time I watched them, the sec- first time I watched it, the second time um, I was like, Brian Cranston's really trying his fucking Heisenberg voice right now. Like, <laughs> Dude, I think Brian Cranston did a good fucking job, though. No, he did a good, yeah, he did a very like, good job. Wow. Yeah. I didn't even realize it was him, because he didn't sound like normally him. I mean, it does sound like him, but just the way he was doing the acting was, was great, I thought. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, it's it's really good voice acting on, on his part. It's really good voice acting on all of them. Yeah. I think my favorite character is Jeff Goldblum's dog, where he's just like, you heard the rumor. Yeah, right? have you heard the rumor? You heard about this? <laughs> just finally, like, who tells you? Yeah, that's what I was, who's telling you all these things? the whole fucking time. Like, where's he getting these damn rumors? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, well, people talk, I listen, you know? Mm-hmm. I love his, his answers are so perfect for it, too. Just yeah. like... <laughs> He's just like, yeah, people people say things. They think nobody's really caring, but, uh, you know, I listen. And that's that's what I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's really, really funny, though. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, it just makes me laugh every... Like, I had forgotten it was a thing. Yeah. And then I was watching... When I started watching it the second time, and then he was like, you heard the rumor, right? And I was like, oh, I forgot about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just so... It was just such an enjoyable movie. And um, yeah. I, I really like the fact that there's no, like... 
real translation except through like yeah. translators because it's like oh it's like real japan if you go there but there's not yeah. going to be subtitles around everybody <laughs> <laughs> but even even without the subtitles i think it does such a perfect job of, of especially being a, a stop motion kind of animated movie yeah. where like they utilize image so much that you don't need the subtitles like you you like most of the time they'll show you things that are important like they'll give you a brief thing or yeah. they'll have somebody speak over yeah. but like most of the time you can you can just tell what's happening already yeah like when he was um, developing the cure and he was getting yeah. all those <laughs> yeah. that, that uh, getting it through all those tests and passing the tests yeah. that was that was I believe there wasn't like any subtitles yeah. in terms the, of like even translation of text there was uh the little thing where he when he got a note it it said on the note in english what was happening like yeah. dog flu cured and that's yeah. it yeah it did say um, that. yeah the only scene that i thought was silly in in terms of that we heard there an, a, an english version of what was being said is um the scene where they're like having the meeting of pro cats <laughs> mm. and like he's saying like you did this good job you killed all the dogs good job and like somebody is clearly like taking the minutes and i was like should they really be doing minutes for this meeting <laughs> it's kind of a, a meeting where you're admitting fault for like all these conspiracies um, yeah. maybe don't have somebody take know, it down <laughs> taking notes <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <they're> pretty bad <clears throat> let alone notes that are being translated to other languages <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, I loved that. I loved the the storytelling in this in this yeah. film. It was freaking cool. It's not it's, very uh, yeah. usual, actually. It's very different. It's very different. It's somehow both very Wes Anderson and still kind of a little bit different from his normal stuff, I'd say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but no, I think it was. It, it's a. It's just a good fun film. Like it's a kind of film where, I yeah, I guess like you said of with even though Wes Anderson has a lot of good films, if I were to tell someone hey do you want to watch a wes anderson film like and you've never seen them before like this is a pretty good one to dip your toes I would into probably it's like not there's puppies watch it <laughs> no i probably yeah. wouldn't choose this one because it's still like like the the way that the storytelling is done with mm-hmm. the fact that you don't see any subtitles is jarring yeah like because now you're just sitting there and people are expecting to to understand yeah. Uh, what are they saying is yeah, there a exactly. problem with the subtitles did the subtitles not come through what exactly happened? even though it says it right in the beginning hey yeah. it's not gonna be sub <laughs> there's but, not gonna be subtitles but Sorry. uh <laughs> yeah so i think that would be a little jarring for people because it would force yeah. them to pay attention to visual storytelling when they're not used to it yeah so no, i would true. say fantastic mr fox would be a better introduction okay. to wes anderson and then from that's there fair. you know moonrise kingdom and all those other good yeah. films that he has do you do you have a favorite wes anderson I mean, I really liked Moonrise Kingdom. It's so okay. like, ah, oh, like it's so nostalgic in so many ways. You know what I mean? It's so good, okay. and it's just like I don't get. I'll be story. honest. I I hear the a lot of people say that Moonrise Kingdom gives them heavy nostalgia, and I just I've never gotten that from that film. Well, it gives you like that really nice feeling of like when you used to be a kid and you just used to do stupid shit, like, and there was really like no worries other than your own little tiny bubble of what was going on. Yeah. And that that movie that did that for me was fucking Itumama Tambien. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> that a good movie one too. gave me the nostalgia for like being a, a teenager and just being like, "Fuck, I gotta do this one thing right now because nothing else matters and I have no other worries in the world." <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that that one does it too. But I mean, um, yeah. like in terms of the Wes Anderson films, that's that's the one that does yeah. it the most, I think. Um, but uh, I really I do like Grand Budapest a lot. Mm-hmm like yeah. a lot a lot mm-hmm. i don't know i think i'd have to watch 
I'd have to watch all of them back to back, and then I'd decide because <laughs> it's hard to decide. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, Grand Budapest is really like because in Grand Budapest you have almost like a mystery going on. You know, it's it's there's some like weird things that are happening, and you're like, well, why the fuck is this happening? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. And so I kind of like that a lot. I like a little bit of mystery to my movies, uh, so that's why I'd like that. Um, they just all kind of do a different thing, you know. Yeah, they do. They do all. It's he's almost like. Um, like I think Fox a good way a to heist. describe him. Yeah. yeah, I think a good way to describe Wes Anderson is like kind of like King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. <laughs> I'm I'm, get, I'm jumping into that assuming that you know that band. I mean, I haven't listened to them, but I do know yeah. of the band. Okay, the band like will have a concept idea that they play with. And like like one album is thrash metal, one album is Eastern like uh, East Asian music. Mm-hmm. Um, what one one album is like all acoustic, one album is psychedelic rock. Like yeah, they they kind of jump through all these different genres, but still, when you listen to a song by them, you go, I know this is King Gizzard. Yeah, you know it's like them. there's you ha- you can hear them in it. Yeah. And I think Wes Anderson <laughs> is really good at doing that of making movies that are kind of any kind of movie yeah but yet you can watch it and go this is a wes anderson film like yeah. there's no doubt about because uh because isle of dog <clears throat> felt you know so here's my question because i see these parallels all the time mm-hmm. and i'm really just curious about it but in terms of cinema what came first and i think i know the answer but i'm gonna ask you because i want to know some more information or if you know more information regarding it it does does western like cowboy western style movies take a lot of inspiration from like japanese movies like samurai movies no samurai movies come taking inspiration from it's kind of cyclical See, that's, they, they that's kind of all pull from about, each other yeah, yeah. so um, really, like they yeah, take the elements of early, each other when they impro- like they improve upon elements of each other yeah. like early that. 40s john ford western films like heavily influenced 1950s and 60s samurai films which then in turn influenced yeah. kind of the the late 70s kind of death of of the western genre yeah where you had like you know the the movies where it's about kind of dissecting the the western um and then yeah that they so they they kind of went a little bit back and forth but mostly the samurai films are are heavily based on on um western films yeah, or at least the yeah, style yeah. and the pr- the present because it they just it fits really well of like the kind of what a samurai was in in japanese culture of like just people who showed up to town fixed things weren't they weren't necessarily a part of civilization but they weren't wild and untamed mm. they were like this middle ground that just kind of is in constant conflict with whatever environment they're in yeah yeah it's really interesting um, yeah, because there are there are those comparisons between the two times in in like American history and Japanese history, where there was like constant war and, and like these towns getting caught in the middle between conflict yeah. and just lawlessness almost. And yeah, the shogunate that. period of Japan, from what I understand, is is pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, so then you have like in the Western over there, you had, you know, essentially rich people in control of certain parts of of uh, that. <clears throat> outward have you ever, settlements and have whatever. you ever seen the hidden fortress the hidden fortress no actually yeah. i haven't okay so it's definitely worth a watch maybe if you if you don't get to it before i recommend it i'll recommend it one of these days the hidden fortress that's the but, one that uh, george lucas got a lot of inspiration from right 
Uh, yeah, and yeah. it'll be funny because you'll watch a lot of it and go, this is literally Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's literally the plot of the first fucking movie, of episode four. You know like, what it's, I heard. I'm not even joking. No, like, no, 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 It yeah, starts off with two random characters who don't meet and matter, yeah. who, like, just are bumbling around and end up falling on, like, your main character and the princess, and they have to do this, and there's a diversion, <laughs> and there's, like, it's just, it's it's the exact same fucking plot. Yeah. Like, be, it, the beats are the same, I mean. Yeah. Um, and it's quite funny. And I I know, I know that George Lucas actually took uh like after he had his success with Star Wars he actually uh, financed a lot of films I think from that guy. Kurosawa. Yeah, like he, yeah, I think yeah, he I helped know. him finance some more things because he was that much That's of a good. fan. He wanted to yeah. put money into the art because he really liked it. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, fucking. I mean, you just look at Darth Vader, you see Shogun helmet. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, pretty blatant. It's it's kind of blatant, but they're also based on I thought World War Two Nazi helmets. Kinda, but it's way more Shogun. Way more Shogun. Um, cons. Why is that a fucking thought? <laughs> it was I put Darth Vader helmet, and then somebody put Darth Vader helmet off, and I was like, just watch <laughs> episode six. <laughs> what is Darth Vader's? Darth Vader's helmet is based on Nazi helmets. Uh, it looks way more Shogun uh, to me. Are the Nazi helmets based off of Shogun helmets? Maybe. Yes. No, looks, that wouldn't be perfect in Aryan. You look up a damn Shogun helmet, then you look up Darth Vader, you see much more, in my opinion, uh, resemblance. Um, yeah, it's uh, Nazi uh, based on shiny Nazi headgear and and gas masks that they would use with a motorcycle suit. <laughs> Ugh, lame. But I guess it does. I mean, a lot of like the survival. props from uh, Star Wars Episode Four, especially, are are just repurposed World War Two stuff. Yeah, yeah, I imagine that. Um, but uh, anyways, what the fuck was I getting? At? Oh yeah, yeah. The reason why I brought that up, the Western thing, yeah. is because like yeah, I saw a lot of those elements in this in this movie in, in Isle of Dog. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, um... okay. I kind of I wouldn't say that I did outside of like the lone wolf dog who's like you know, um, yeah. I well, like westerns didn't always have lone wolves. Yeah, I'm. Ugh, God damn it! What? No, I'm gonna. I'm not changing. I'm not changing. I don't know. I was gonna. I I had come up with an idea for what to recommend next week, and then, <laughs> but I was all. I was actually gonna recommend a western, and then I changed to something else. Yeah. And now I'm like, shit, shit. Do we just do a western? Should we? What about a Japanese? Fuck it, yeah. Well, I'm going to do a samurai? Western, but I'll tell you what it's going to be. No, 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 no I'm going to do a Western. Okay. Like Especially samurai. since I'm going to, I'm actually going to spend next week with my dad and my mom. Yeah. And my dad fucking loves Western, so. I like Samurai films. Like, I think uh, Seven Samurai was one that I really, well, really liked. Well, why don't you recommend a Samurai one after I recommend a Western? That way it's kind of, you know. And then I'll recommend a Death of the Western kind of film. That sounds like a good idea. And then I'll recommend that way we just Kill that. Bill because, you know. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to. I mean, I, we could watch two films in one week, but sure. What we can? What? Oh, why you'd want to do one and two? Oh yeah, no, we're not doing just one. <laughs> I haven't watched We'd it in have a long to do time. One Those are good fucking. One of my. It's what got me into, yeah. uh, fucking what's his name? You want Tarantino? Yeah, it's what got me into Tarantino. Yeah. No, I still think Bat- Inglorious Bastards is the best film. It, it's a great film, but I'm just saying, like Kill Bill is what got me into it. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, I, I get. I I don't even know what my first Quentin Tarantino film was. It probably was Pulp Fiction, just because it was the one I heard about so much. Yeah. Like I know Kill Bill was the thing that was coming out when we were younger. Yeah. Like, when yeah, I was yeah. like, you know, yeah, yeah. very young. Yeah. I just remember Blockbuster. Like it was just a million posters of Uma Thurman for the first In one, and then like uh, you know, oh, the, oh, a couple. Kill no, no, for for Kill, Kill Bill, yeah. and then Kill Bill Two came out, so there's just more posters again of her, and I was like, what the fuck? If this has been this movie's been displayed for a long time. Then I realized there was two of them. Yeah, yeah, I, I loved <laughs> um, it, man. I thought it was great. Can I can I make a a controversial opinion? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I don't really care for Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I mean, every time I watch it, I just feel like I'd rather watch Reservoir Dogs or like something else that has that same vibe you know of his i like reservoir dogs it's fun yeah i like but reservoir at, dogs. to be honest like about halfway through i get a little bored of it well see <clears throat> i think pulp fiction doesn't show enough of the characters that i enjoy because you know how it yeah skips that's around point. it fucking stays on bruce willis way too long yeah yeah it really <laughs> and does. i just at some point i go oh, i really don't care. and like it's mm-hmm. the reason why fucking samuel jackson john travolta are like the famous scenes yeah exactly. it's, the, it's the good ones exactly like <laughs> and that's basically what reservoir dogs is is it it, it lets you focus yeah. on like the, the characters you enjoy <laughs> yeah exactly like um inglorious bastards jumps around a lot but like that was probably one of the first films in a long time where i felt like like nervous and like a kind of edge of my seat kind of feeling when i watched inglorious bastards for the first time because uh-huh. i was just like dude like they're both gonna try and blow up the theater like what like Uh are they they gonna talk to each other are they just gonna both like you know fucking both fuck it up and like something's gonna i was just like so excited when it got to like that culminating scene yeah um and i've (laughs) my brother gareth apparently said that he watched inglorious masters the first time Uh not realizing that it was supposed to have subtitles what so he he watched a whole fucking movie like the whole beginning like, is entirely yeah. in another language isn't it uh the first like it, it's half and half the first part oh, of the yeah. scene is french yeah because then, then he changes it and he's like all right let's talk yeah. in this language because yeah is that fine with you <laughs> yeah. it, well he does it because he knows that the french family underneath mm-hmm. the jewish french family don't speak english oh it's such a but good it, it's such a good fucking such reason good dude <laughs> yeah like that's so great it's so perfect he, yet it but makes he it frames it in such a, a per, yeah it makes it easier for the watcher and he yeah. frames it in such a way that it's like no i'm i i've heard you're really good at english yeah. let's speak in that language i'm speaking of my french is quite poor yeah. why don't we switch to one that we're both good at exactly. and it comes off as like this kind of helpful friendly thing as opposed to in reality his french is perfect yeah and then when he starts <laughs> but, speaking you know, english he immediately says i know you have french people <laughs> yeah 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 like it's 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 so good every reason in that movie is so it's so, it's just fucking that perfect actor dude that uh, fucking actor he just plays the role so good yeah so yeah fucking he does good. my yeah. god um yeah no I, th- I think yeah he just I, I i like his character in uh django but i just feel like it's not as good as as uh Oh, yeah. Landa. I, I think he's just such a, he is a perfect villain because he mm. doesn't actually yeah. want he, it's not like he's literally he's not doing this for the greater good of Germany he's doing because he fucking he's good at it yeah and he's just like I'm good at being fucking deceitful and terrible and yeah. inquisitive and figuring shit out and yeah and he just likes it god it was yeah it's a good scene it's, it's a great way to open up that fucking movie so great yeah but yeah um yeah, I think I th- I think Inglorious Bastard is my favorite, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I I just enjoy for uh, kind of nostalgia reasons. To be honest, I yeah, think I, I said really last episode that. as well. I liked that movie, but it's yeah. not my favorite by 
Quentin no, Tarantino no. for sure. I got so speaking of being in the theater, the amount of looks I got in the theater because I was the only person laughing as he's like smashing that woman's face into the wall. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember this which scene. The like last scene where Brad Pitt like he's he's taking the the killers and he's like beating them up. Oh yeah, and they killed them all. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's killing them all, and I I literally everyone else was like gasping, and I was fu- I was laughing at the top of my head. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that was a shocking yeah like ending to that movie. <laughs> I didn't I didn't think it was shocking. I was fu- I thought it was hilarious, and I was just laughing in the theater while everyone's looking at me like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Well, it was it was like it was random. I mean, it wasn't like yeah. really random because it was kind of looming in the background of the story the whole time. Mm-hmm. But yeah. for it to like really come to such a hyper violent end yeah. when nothing That's... in the movie was like that. Yeah, the, my my biggest problem with the film is that we we watch that scene, mm-hmm. uh, especially you and I, people who grew up in LA area. Mm-hmm. We know what like my mom. She 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 said that she was like during the Manson era time. She was terrified. Like she mm-hmm. genuinely thought that like danger was everywhere. Yeah. Like because there were just random killings being done. Yeah. Um, and so, like, you know, we, we, we know about the Manson murders. We know about, like, the three people, or the, yeah, the three people who did it, or four people who did it. Um, and, like, uh, yeah, we, like, so when we watch the film and we see them getting brutally fucking beaten to, to, into dust, oh, yeah, we go, like, happy. yeah. Yeah, we're happy. We're like, yeah, we're happy for them. Because we know in real life, those people murdered a woman and, their, and her unborn child. Mm-hmm. But in the movie, they haven't done anything to deserve it yet. No, not really. They were so it kind to... of, it kind of feels really wrong. Like it's it's it feels like we they're getting a justice that we have from the real world. Mm-hmm. But in the film, this is kind of fucking terrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Especially at the the amount of brutalization yeah. going on, like it's just yeah, like so brutal. Like, I thought about that when I left the theater. I was like, that was great, but they didn't actually do anything yet. Yeah, they just broke in, and then they got fucked. Because they broke into the wrong place. Yeah. (laughs) And then, like, didn't the Leonardo DiCaprio have that fucking flamethrower he used? (laughs) Yeah, that fucking flamethrower. I love that scene. And that, like, apparently that was a legitimate, like, him just actually reacting when he, like, blows the flamethrower, and he's like, fuck me, that's really hot. Like, that was apparently just him, just camera still rolling, and him just like, Jesus fucking Christ, like... But he's, he's been great at staying in character, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, he's good at, yeah, he's very good at staying in character. As yeah. we all know from the great scene in Django that everyone goes on about. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, everyone does go on about that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I, I feel like it's... I don't think he does a bad job in The Revenant, but it's definitely like I haven't he got the it. Oscar. He definitely got the Oscar because people felt bad at this point. Like it's not a performance that I would give a, an Oscar to. The, it's see, not a bad thinking. one, but it's not his best. Like it's not Wolf of Wall Street. It's not yeah, Django Unchained. It's yeah. Of all the roles I've heard him in, yeah. I didn't hear anything about his role in Revenant. The only thing I heard yeah. about his role in Revenant is that it won him an Oscar. But I heard yeah. almost nothing. And that he else. actually like fucking had to gut a deer and go inside him or whatever. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, but yeah, other than that, like I didn't hear much else yeah. about. You know who was Revenant. really good in that film? <clears throat> who? Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. I honestly think Tom Hardy was more impressive in that film than Leonardo DiCaprio. Like I was like it, way more interested in, in his, or not interested, but like when he was on screen, I was like, I just like. You're doing a good job, Tom. Dude, Give it a go. So Tom Hardy, it, to me, is is I'll watch anything with Tom Hardy. Um, I don't know. He kind of 
Oh, uh, well, I can recommend a movie for you. No, no, I, I got one for horrific... you. I, I watch it. Well, yeah, because... Uh, let, me, let me see if I can find it. There's a movie with Tom Hardy where he does a really bad uh, Welsh accent. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I think it's called... It's not called The Bridge, but it's like The Drive or something. It's really stupid. Oh, let this is it. Holy crap, how many movies was Tom Hardy in? That's it. Lock. Lock <laughs> is the name of the movie. Yeah, Lock. It's about this guy, he's driving from somewhere in in wales to like london or something like that for like his because his wife or something i haven't fully watched it i've just seen a lot of the clips yeah um and it's apparently he was like well i wanted to do an accent that was like special and different so i decided i had a friend who uh had a really strange accent who uh had a welsh accent like strange welsh accent so i mimicked it off him and then after the movie came out and everyone kind of panned it he like he asked his friend he was like so where in wales are you from he's like i'm not from wales <laughs> so he wasn't even fucking Welsh. He's just like fucking ripping his. Oh, it's just. Oh, it's, but it's they terrible. Believed it? Yeah, wow. I don't know. It's really bad. It's not a good Welsh accent, though. You know what movie I liked him in, which is what? a weird fucking movie, but I really yeah. like his performance in it. Is uh, Bronson, which is about. Yeah, so that's that's the thing that I don't like about him is he he keeps doing a bunch of like roles where he plays murdering psychopaths but he doesn't play it as like a this is bad he plays it as a he fucking really enjoys them oh yeah he does. in like a in a way that's like maybe calm down <laughs> you're clearly you clearly fetishize these these criminals a lot more than you should and want to play them in kind of a favorable way because you're enjoying it oh dude i enjoy watching him enjoy it though that's i think it's great when an actor can enjoy their role yeah like when we <laughs> talked about um fucking what's his name in in blue velvet Oh yeah, um, like yeah. We're like the, uh, yeah, the, the captain. But he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. No, not the captain. Oh, um, which one? Oh, that fuck, weird what's fucking freaky dude. Yeah, what's his name? Yeah, it's I don't remember. D, I think. But I know who you're talking um, about now. The guy who was like mommy, yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah the mommy what I what I said when we were watching the, or when we were, when we were reviewing it is Dennis Hopper. That's his name. Um, is he's just not afraid to be ugly. Like he he plays those characters a lot, but he doesn't play it in a way that like. He he wants he thinks this is a cool thing to what to act or something like that. Mm. He does it because he wants to play kind of a bit darker characters, and he's okay to show how dark that can be as opposed to, um, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah just 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 being like this is cool, isn't it? It's yeah, like, no, it's not cool. It's, it's funny that terrible. you said that about Tom Hardy because I'm go I'm going through his uh his IMDb and that's that's pretty much on the money. We have a <laughs> he was even in Wuthering Heights as Heathcliff, which is just yeah. like. A horrible fucking character. If you've ever read the book, yeah, Heathcliff I'm is not, not a good person because I'm not a 17 year old girl who says that she's not like other girls. Reese, why are you talking shit about <laughs> like that? Don't, don't fucking name drop people. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, uh, I have to go and fucking bleep so much of this goddamn podcast. <laughs> Only that one part. Let's see, what, what time were we in? So, uh, hour, an hour in. Okay, an hour in. There you go. Uh, That'll be easy I, to find I, it. Just to let you know now, there are some things that I added out of the podcast, and I bleep over. I don't know if you listen back, but there's some stuff I get rid of. Dude, it's it's really difficult to want to have to listen back to myself. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, Tony said that he he was gonna listen to the pod. He listened to the podcast with him on it, only because he didn't want the episode with himself to be the one with no views. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's there's other ones with no views. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, I think there aren't. Like, oh, really? oh. we we've done a decent job of like. I'm not saying this. We get like fucking hundreds, but what the fuck is that? Um, but we get like 
we get some views. We get like, like two. We get like two or three. Yeah. Let's see, let's, if I go to if I go to the, our channel uh, and take a look at the videos, and so the okay, so the newest episode has no views. <laughs> yeah, uh, the one with like... the one with Tony and Streets of Fire. <laughs> um, but but like, uh, what's our what's our most viewed episode? Uh, sort by most popular are it's actually the first one which is unfortunate because it's the worst maybe well it's not probably the worst but it's it's definitely like in terms of YouTube in terms of like it, the, the theme song is shit because I made it in five seconds while my girlfriend was on a call so I couldn't actually listen back to it to find out that I uh, had really bad timing in it um, <laughs> like I didn't I didn't uh, play it very well uh, when I made the theme song, so I had to redo it for episode four or something. Re episode four onward. Now we have a new one. Um, it's the same tune, but now it's fucking on time. <laughs> fucking nice. Uh, uh, but yeah, thirty-three views on episode one. Thirty-one views on episode three. Not bad. Uh, Twenty-two on episode two. I'm surprised. Seventeen on episode ten. And that's just on YouTube. If we go to SoundCloud. Um, on SoundCloud, we've had 20, pay, 20 plays on our podcast in the last seven days. Wow. I'm surprised. Well, you know, I actually should... I, I This Monday, I'm going to... I'm actually going to put effort into trying to promote the pod... Not, like, promote, promote, but I'm just going to, you know, actually try and put effort into putting things on Instagram and, and, like and Twitter for it. about it, yeah. yeah. posting about it and just being like, hey, please listen. <laughs> hey, listen... If you don't like it, maybe you know someone who does like it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> wow, we had a, a lot of plays. It was so that of that twenty plays, it was all in one day, or mostly eighteen plays on the twenty third of February. Oh, Reese, do we have a following? No. <laughs> Let's see. the The locations are. Here's the weird bit. Here's the weird bit. Yeah. Um, our top locations are San Bernardino. So thanks, Boogie, for listening occasionally. <laughs> um, Brussels. In fucking Belgium. Brussels, yeah. Uh, to the one listener in fucking Brussels in Belgium, hello. <laughs> hello there. Um, yeah, <laughs> hello there. And then um, one view in Richardson. Uh, I think that's Virginia, isn't it? I don't know. Maybe it was me accidentally listening to it on a road trip. It wasn't me. I, I can um, tell you that much. <laughs> let's see. Virginia? Yeah, Richardson, Virginia. That's the only one I can find is Richardson, Virginia. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, uh, and then other views are UK, which is Tony. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Interesting though, the, the fact that there's 22 listens is shocking. Yeah. Actually, it's saying in countries of the 20 the 20 listens we've had in the last seven days, 19 of them are from the United States. See, that's the only, oh, the, one, the, the one in the UK is fucking. No, no, no. <laughs> the other one is the uh, the only other one is Belgium. So oh, okay. unless Tony's using a VPN, um, he might be. Bonjour, or uh, depending on where you are in Belgium. Um, fuck, how do you say good guten Morgen? How do you say hello in in Dutch? Hello. It's basically how you'd say it in German, but and I'm so sorry if that offends anybody. <laughs> Dutch to English. It's hello. Well, yeah, you can't say hello, yeah. Yeah, just say hello. hello. You don't gotta say Guten Morgen. Guten Morgen. That's what I'm gonna say. 
So it'd be Guten Morgen. Is that good morning? Yeah, good morning, yeah. Is it morning over there? Uh, no, it'd be an hour ahead of me, so let's see what good afternoon is. Don't you got a cousin named Morgan? I do! Uh. Yeah. Actually, no, he's not a cousin. He's a fucking nephew. Nephew? And it's uh, Guten Middag. Middag? Is, yeah, midday. <laughs> uh, that sounds like Midgar. Would you like to learn some, some Welsh? You want to no. say good morning? And I think you probably <laughs> said, uh, you've heard my dad say good morning in Welsh, probably. Probably. I might have. Sporeda. Boridar? Yeah. Oh, cool. No? Sounds like a drink. No. <laughs> My favorite thing is if you type in, like, Welsh to English translation. Yeah. The first, like, most auto-search thing. You know how, like, something that gives you, like, related searches underneath? Mm-hmm. The related search is, what does yaki da mean? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we Which talk is... about that? <laughs> Maybe. thought we did. Because the, the cheers, like, cheers, like, like you know, chinking glasses and mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, wow, that sounded kind of racist. Um, clinking <laughs> glasses. Glass. Clinking, clinking glasses. You know, it's only racist if you like say it in a racist way. Yeah, yeah, you have a good point, but at the same time, it made me feel bad. So. Yeah, it made you think about how you're racist. Got it. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. But yeah, so so cheers in Welsh is yachida. Oh. Um, so which is probably why they put yakida. Yakida. Um, yeah. But yeah, and good afternoon is Penhounda. Pen but... what? Penhounda? <laughs> uh Prenhounda. Oh okay. Prenhounda. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Look at but that. I'd be if I'm being honest, you'd probably never say that. <laughs> I'm fucking learning things today. And then this one you maybe have heard, because my parents say it to me every like, you know, if I'm if I'm talking to them at night or whatever, like if I'm leaving, they say nosta, which means good night. Oh, actually I haven't heard that. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's a pub in Carter called Nosta. It's good. It's also a hostel, so that makes a bit more sense. Cool. Yeah. But anyhow. Yeah. So Isle of Dogs. Back to Isle of Dogs <laughs> and Wes Anderson, since yeah. we'll just turn it into a Wes uh, Anderson conversation as well. My favorite Wes Anderson is definitely Grand Budapest. Grand Budapest. It's really good. Yeah. It's really good. It is. Um, but my second favorite is, is Darjeeling Limited. If you've seen that, because it's, no, I think I it's really, it's, that. it's, I'd say an underrated Wes Anderson. Because I feel like when you talk about his earlier movies, people yeah. talk about Bottle Rocket really highly, mm-hmm. um, and then the next one after that that people would start talking about is uh, like Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah. But like in between that, is I think it's in between that. Anyway. Well, I haven't watched, be... I haven't watched enough Wes Anderson films. My only worry yeah. about watching like earlier films of certain directors is like mm-hmm. they don't have the star power yet for like yeah. so <laughs> no that's not the case that's oh, not oh, the case oh, oh, oh. They, <laughs> yeah. just, they they tend to so th- their earlier films tend to be a little weaker due to the fact that they don't have you know the the actors they need or want so now what yeah. what were you going to say is not the case then oh just his his films have always kind of had fucking like stars in them really um, like even his first ones or does yeah. he have in his first ones Let's take a look. So, if we look at his filmography so his first film Bottle Rocket um, still had fucking uh, uh, Owen Wilson, his brother Luke Wilson. Um, it had that one fucking guy whose name I can never remember. Oh, it's just a short. Um, the first one was a short in 1993, huh? Yeah, he made a short of called Bottle Rocket, and then he made a full feature-length one. Whoa, hold um, on! Fantastic Mr. Fox came out before Moonrise Kingdom. Oh shit! Yeah, I didn't yeah. even know that. 
Um, and then... Oh, wow. Oh, wow. It's got... Oh, oh wow. No, Darjeeling Limited is way after uh, what Royal Tenenbaums, the Nine said. So, yeah, yeah, Rushmore is really, like, well-regarded. Well um, and that's got what's-his-name in it. Um, Jason Schwartzman. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, Royal Tenenbaums ha is, like, the when he started having huge fucking casts where he's got, like, Bill Murray and Gene Hackman and fucking Ben Stiller, Gwyneth Paltrow, yeah, yeah, Owen yeah. Wilson, Danny Glover. Like, yeah, he's he's just kind of always had big names in them maybe maybe at the time for bottle rocket the wilsons weren't that famous but at the same time it's not like they didn't get famous you know yeah yeah so wait hold on is andrew wilson also one of the wilson brothers the wilsons yeah. probably yeah i didn't see that <clears throat> yeah there's andrew wilson owen wilson luke wilson. andrew wilson yeah future man <laughs> yeah like what the fuck uh yeah, yeah he doesn't even look like them so i didn't even know but even still owen uh, wilson cool. isn't that big <laughs> How dare you? They really come on. He's only He's known for his <laughs> famous wow. Yeah, wow. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Darjeeling Limited is it's in two thousand seven it's still filled with like pretty big cast of people. It's yeah. Um Again, I'd, I'd reckon I'd recommend. Oh, Adrian Brody. The thing is if you watch something like Royal Tenenbaums or Bottle Rocket or Darjeeling Limited, yeah. like there you can again see that it's still wes anderson yeah but of course, it's not director. the level that like he is now where it's like in the sense of like oh like super stylized like there are shots in those movies that are normal camera shots like there's just little sprinkles of his like super symmetrical super like uh, uh like yeah just kind of pastel and picturesque kind of things like there are normal shots in the other films which i think makes them just feel a bit more grounded and relatable yeah. as much as i love his style i think it is it can make you feel a little bit like a, a viewer it makes you feel like you're you're you're, watching you're just play. watching something unfold yeah yeah no definitely as opposed to being like in it i do understand that like it, it doesn't the the way that it's shot is almost um like the opposite of immersion <laughs> yeah like you exactly. don't feel like like you said you don't feel like you're in it instead it feels like we're just we're actually viewing a play a staged thing yeah. but the way that the characters are written makes things a little different for me <laughs> like because the way that the characters yeah. are and the way that they act it's like i become immersed and I, I love that about it yeah they do act Ubernaturally in a lot of his films, um, I'd say Grand Budapest maybe a little less, because I think people act in this kind of hyper. There, well, there's three phases to the film. There's like, or two phases really, but like, um, there in the scenes where it's just Jude Law and the dude who plays older Zero, um, like, it it's a lot more natural and normal. It's kind of like like I said his his earlier films. Yeah. And then when you step into kind of Zero's story about himself you kind of it kind of goes into that mode which i guess is kind of you know supposed to be because it's a story mm -hmm. that's made, made made to feel like that yeah interesting yeah yeah i'm excited for french dispatch but that's also because it's got a timothee chalamet in it so <laughs> it has uh wait why does that name sound familiar uh from uh call me by your name yeah yeah that's what i thought okay Timothy, the young boy. Yeah, there he is. Little cute yeah. boy. 
Look at those fucking cheekbones, dude. And the jawbone. Yeah, Jesus Christ, they're like fucking so angular. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> fucking, um, what's it called? Did you ever see that movie, Lady uh, Bird? I loved Tilda... Yeah, I saw Lady Bird. I thought he was, he was alright in that. Yeah, I, I'd never seen it, but it, like I saw a bunch of ads that were like, Sundance Film Festival says it's amazing, and I never watched yeah. it. No, it's a good movie. Yeah. Timothy Chalamet doesn't... I thought you were talking about his performance. Though. Well, his, that's his, where I saw the references yeah. that he is in it. Yeah. No, I think Lady Bird is, is a really good film. And it definitely kind of... It's a lot about kind of... Um, that kind of angst of wanting to leave where you are mm -hmm. when you're young yeah. and not realizing kind of the that you have so much around you at your disposal. Like, you have the world at your disposal. Mm -hmm. You don't have to sometimes go everywhere to get that, but you're just so kind of desensitized to what's around you and what you can what around you can offer that you feel like you need to be that you know, person who escapes, says the guy who left California and went all the way to the UK. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did go to Georgia. <laughs> you did go to Georgia. Yeah. And Rodri went to fucking Florida, uh, Florida yeah. for some goddamn reason. Disney. Come on, man. We know yeah, that. well, Disney is the reason. Yeah, we, we've said. <laughs> Dude, so, like, I see the name Lady Bird, right? And I just think about the mm -hmm. fucking dog from King of the Hill, so. <laughs> Can't get past it. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, okay. so hold on. Um, can I can I digress yeah. for a moment here, off of when Wes Anderson? You, would you be able to save what you were gonna say? Yeah. Because so I can go pee. You gotta go. Oh, okay. You got pee. Sorry. Yeah, I can save it. I'm so sorry. No, it's I'll fine. Be right I have returned. Nice. In Avengers Endgame. Alright, so, uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. God damn it. Give me a second. Okay. And I'll tell you. Oh, wow, that's crazy. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, okay, now I remember. So, I, I watched, uh, I watched fucking The Lighthouse the other night for the first time. Mm hmm. And. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. That, that movie's fucking weird. <laughs> Like it's 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 just 
really fucking strange. Yeah, no, it's it's a weird film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I gotta say, I fucking loved, um, fucking goddamn, I can never remember his name. <laughs> uh, you know the guy who played Green Goblin. Yeah. Um, uh, fucking Willem Dafoe. Yeah, Willem Dafoe. I loved his performance. It was insane. I was like, if anybody could play Captain Ahab, it'd be that man right there. <laughs> yeah, that he's, was such a good. He's pretty movie. nuts in that film, Dude. but um, yeah. So, can I ask a, a question? Yeah, yeah. What's the question? Do you think that uh, uh, Robert Pattinson was going insane, or do you think that Willem Dafoe was fucking with him? Oh, I think it's both. I think it's definitely both. Okay. Yeah. So at the end, when you think that when when um when you like do you, do you think there was something in the lighthouse, or do you think that it was just madness? So I think the lighthouse in itself, and like the like the light. I don't think there was anything actually in the light. Mm-hmm. Like to be honest, I think it was yeah. it was just madness. I do. Um, so you think it, you think when he when he opened it up, do you think he saw something or was it the realization that it was nothing no no he saw something okay yeah because so the first time i watched it i thought that he i was like oh fuck he's he's just going insane like either through something actually in there or through his own psychosis he's gone mad and he's seeing something insane but like the second time i watched it though this is why i said i kind of don't want to watch it a third time because i don't want the third time to inform whether or not i think it's one way or the other but like the second time i watched it i was like no his expression is painful there's nothing no, like there's nothing. Yeah, it's painful. Like though. he's he's got yeah, it's painful, but it's like this this pain of I've done all this and there's nothing. So so here's the thing about this this movie. Okay. It blurs the lines between pain and pleasure the entire time. Okay. So yeah. no, I get that. Yeah, so and that's why there's so many so many sexual things involved in it, like um you even have like that intimate moment between the two guys and then they end up fighting each other because there's this confusion there between pain and pleasure now mm-hmm. at the end when he sees the light it's both painful terrifying but pleasurable and so mm-hmm. it, that's why he's like smiling but screaming because yeah. he is smiling while he's screaming <laughs> it's just it's <laughs> yeah just it, well i don't know i think it's one of those where it's interpreted it, it, you can interpret it because i think i think the first time i saw it I was there was a smile but the second time i just saw pain and so it's like, which which one is it? It's, I mean, it just comes down to, to be a blurred line, yeah. though. Like I said, throughout the entire film, it's yeah. they said even in the language inside of the uh, notebook that the the I'll just call him the captain, uh, Willem Dafoe's character. Yeah. He keeps that little captain's log. He even referenced to him masturbating in the room because he said he knows he yeah. was he was going off on his own. He called it abusing himself. Yeah. So like, there's just this blurred line between pain and pleasure throughout the entire film, and it's just really, really, really interesting. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's crazy. It's a fucking it's a fucking weird film. But uh, I think Willem Dafoe's character was crazy already, and then <laughs> he fucked with with uh, yeah. Pattinson until the point where he became insane as well. And uh, it's just nuts, but but God, Willem Dafoe's character—the way he delivered his lines, the way he was able to like really be this character—I've never yeah. heard such perfect, like sea sailor bullshit talk in yeah. my life. 
It's so stupid. It's, oh, it's, it's so, so over the top, and I fucking love it. It's so good. Like, goddamn. Like, that's amazing. <laughs> it was just delivered so well. Like, Jesus. And then there was that scene where he got all offended. He was like, what do you mean you don't like my cooking? You don't I, like me lobster? I saw you enjoy the lobster. You gotta at yeah. least say that. Oh, my um, God. Heather, Heather and I have made lobster once. And, yeah. like, <laughs> for, like, a week after, she was like, say you like me lobster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, but that was so fucking crazy. I, that movie was just is so weird. <laughs> it is. Like, now I, and Jesus. and now I really want lobster. Uh, lobster. Dude, I've been wanting fucking oysters for the past week. So yeah. I don't, um yeah. yeah. I didn't shellfish in this. general, man. It's good. So I didn't realize this, but apparently, yeah. when you eat raw oysters, most of the time you're eating them while they're alive. Yeah. I had no idea. I've been putting Tabasco on that bitch and just. <laughs> 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 it's delicious. Love them. Yeah, man. It's like a real man right there fucking eating that shit <laughs> while it's alive. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, hey, man, being a real man's fucking picking up crazy-ass lobsters and throwing them in a fucking boiling hot uh, water hell yeah. bowl while they're just like, fuck, no, fuck. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, don't even use those claw clamp things. Don't even. Yeah, I'm still going to use those. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I guess you like your prey to not put up any fight <laughs> I watched I didn't know that you could eat raw lobster you can I didn't know that either that sounds disgusting yeah uh, apparently it's it's quite good I I, 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 re, I think just fucking lockdown's gotten to me so much that I've recently fallen into this like subgenre of YouTube of people who go on adventure shit like into the wilderness oh that makes sense a um, lot of people are vicariously living through yeah that shit exactly and... So there's this guy in either Australia or New Zealand. I don't have the ear to understand the accent. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, uh, he like, just goes to these random islands in the Pacific and, yeah. like, on a little boat that he's got. And he just fucking uh, finds an island that's uninhabited and chills on it for two or three days and, you know, and, and hunts for his food. But most of the time he hunts for, for aquatic food. So it's probably he easier. Found it, he, yeah, it is easier. <laughs> and, like, the other, he, like, was swimming... <laughs> one of the weirdest things I like he came out of the water he like shoot he had this harpoon gun uh-huh. fucking harpoons uh, lobster in the face <laughs> <laughs> and then he like came back onto the shore and he was like so yeah um, I, I, you guys probably didn't see it but uh, during that last that last little thing that I was under the water um, I was searching for food and then something hit my face and his face is like bright red and he's like and it's it just stung me I guess because my face is in so much pain um, and he's like and I, I thought I was just going to give up and I was going to try and figure out how to do something else for food but then I saw that lobster and it was like turned on its side as opposed to like facing head on and I was like well this is pretty easy and just shot it <laughs> he's like I just imagine just having lobster as your backup fucking meal I know he's I like, know oh, a, a I wasn't... meal that is extremely expensive on yeah. like mainland and all that stuff well he said that he, he they had turned and saw that it wasn't guarding eggs so he didn't feel bad like he, he wasn't like killing someone that was just gonna uh, a lobster that was gonna end up fucking killing a bunch of other lobsters um yeah, which makes sense. He's like, no. He said normally he doesn't like to. If he sees them with eggs, he won't kill them because he doesn't want to essentially leave the eggs for everything else to eat, and then that just fucks over populations. So. Yeah, but I don't think one lobster would really make that difference. But anyway. Well, no, it's one lobster guarding eggs, which is like hundreds of eggs. Yeah, yeah, but when they hatch, they all like half of them get eaten anyway. 
Yeah, well, yeah. <clears throat> but, but yeah, um, and then yeah, you just cut it in half and then put it in, put raw lobster in a salad and just ate it. And he was like, oh, this is really good. It was raw like, lobster. Fuck, just, it was like, it was like a little bit of uh, fucking rocket and some tomatoes, I think, and like some soy sauce and some chilies. And he was like, this is delicious. But now, what does he do for fresh water? Is what I'm curious about. Uh, drinks his own pee. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, because it's not, it's not easy to make seawater you know potable (laughs) did you know that meth (laughs) yep meth your body can't digest meth properly makes sense so when you when you pee it will have all the meth in it because basically instead of breaking it down into something else it just passes straight through Mm -hmm. being completely unchanged chemically so you're telling me Um, if you take that pee you could shoot it right back up in you well, you don't you don't shoot it. You, you just, just drink, you it. drink it. You just drink it. And you get high again. Yep. Does it actually work? The same level of high. Yeah. The same it's level just, of high. It's just it's just meth, because it like it's uh, it's un it's like molecularly it's not changed at all. It's just still just straight meth. Well, then what's the thing so, that gets you high if it's not molecularly changed? Usually, a chemical reaction means bonds. Things are being taken I don't, from it. I don't know. I was just told. Okay, whoever by told you got someone, to be wrong. <laughs> someone who used to do meth, that you could drink your own pee and you get and you get high. So maybe yeah. it doesn't break down all of it, and there's still an amount left. But there oh. has to be a chemical reaction involved, which means that it's being broken down. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure eventually. Mm. Uh, your pee will no longer become effective like if you cycled it through your body a couple of times <laughs> this sounds disgusting <laughs> but uh, I'm sure at one point it would be too uh, diluted or just you know there would be so little of it oh. <laughs> I put can your body break down meth and the first thing was the NHS website saying do you need help for drug addiction <laughs> <laughs> yeah Reese I was like, well. why are you looking this up man and why are you looking it up in not the incognito tab I mean, even in incognito, they're probably going to be like... I know. I let's know. see. How long will meth be in your system? Blah, 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 blah. What is meth? How long is it safe? Every person's different, so there's no set time. Several factors generally high from meth uh, relatively quickly. Withdrawal the next few days. Meth remains in the bottom for much longer. Metabolism for that much longer. Uh, um, I don't want to find out about what the effects are. I just want to know if I can drink my pee. <laughs> Can I get high I off know. the pee? Uh, I don't know. I can't find it, but I, I, I just, I, I, it was, it was from like a thing that I was watching, and this person was like, "Yeah, I used to be really fucked up on math. All my teeth are fake." Like, <laughs> um, and they were like, "Yeah," and and they realized they had a problem when they were like at their sister's house, and then they went to pee, and they were like, "Oh fuck, I don't have any money for more meth. I'm gonna have to save that pee." And and then when they tried to do that, they were like, "Well, might as well drink it now, you know, have a little bit of fun." <laughs> Jeez. Well, I'm sure that, uh, like I said, I'm sure like it doesn't all get digested, and that some of it does make its yeah. way out through your pee, and you can use the remnants of that that's in your pee to get high again. Yeah. But it, it's it's it does get broken down. There's no way it doesn't. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. you wouldn't get high. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's fair. Be like a, a penny, you know, if you you, you swallowed a penny. Uh, it's gonna come out pretty much a full ass penny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and your your body will almost have no effect. Yeah, I don't know why people freak out all the time. But like, it's it's such a like common 
joke trope story of like, oh, my kid swallowed a, a nickel, and then I took him to the doctor, and the doctor went, just let him pass it. Yeah, he'll see it in a few days. Come back. It might hurt his little butthole, but uh... yeah. <laughs> uh, unless but if it... you give him Tabasco, he won't know the difference. <laughs> Yeah, oh my god, dude. I swear, what did I have the other day that I just, like, Have you ever it? eaten a Carolina Reaper? No, I haven't. But do you remember when Man. we ate those raw bell pe- or raw... Yeah, uh... those raw jalapenos, <laughs> and I was fucking... I was dying for, like, five hours. Dude, those what the, the fuck ho- happened to me? Those were hotter those... than, like, any fucking chili yeah. I ever had. <laughs> I really don't know what was... They were jalapenos <laughs> from fucking Fresh and Easy. Like, <laughs> they were what... big-ass jalapenos. <laughs> Why were they dude? so hot? I don't know, dude. That's hotter than any chili I ever had in my life. I know it's nuts. I've had a lot did of you know that, I don't know who did it, but the videos of Vincent and Joanna are gone from that channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they might have. Yeah. Maybe they were just figments of our imagination. Maybe they were. Well, I no, I still see Vincent put a lot of stuff on Instagram. So you're talking about squared vlogs. Squared vlogs. Yeah, yeah. that that channel that we were on. Yeah. Remember that good old days. Well, squared that vlogs. was back when you were like really interested in vlogging. Yeah. And I just um, I tagged along for fun, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and basically I was like hey Marcos remember you have to do a video today and you're like oh yeah, <laughs> yeah alright let's do and then something. you would do it and then like I was like you have to have it uploaded by tonight and you'd be like yeah yeah and then I'd be like just give me the footage <laughs> yeah I mean I edited one video I think yeah you edited the day in your life one because you were really proud of that one. I edited that? yeah wow I'm impressed do you remember? with myself yeah <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, I think like, you like. I don't even think I filmed any much, like much of that. Like, I think you set up the camera to like do something. Like, there's a few mo- moving shots, and I think that was me. But everything else was you setting up the camera and like making sure you were in shot. And, like, did I really yeah. do that? Yeah. Wow. You're really proud of that one because you were like, I'm no, it's a day in my life. <laughs> that must have. Uh, God, that must have taken a lot of effort because, <laughs> like, yeah, I was in video production and all that shit. But did I? I didn't yeah. do anything in that class. <laughs> no. <laughs> You were my, uh, you know, the the guy in front of the camera. That was about it. Listen, um, I was the guy that allowed you to have a group by yourself. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was great. Like I, yeah. I fucking loved video production. Yeah, exactly. Time. And it's because it was it was just, just like yeah. a group of people, and we were able to just kind of. Uh, like uh, there were people who did nothing in that class, but they were kind of like a movie industry. They were, they were essential. Like the actors, yeah. To yeah, they were the actors. They they were they were necessary to make things mm. but we're kind of just there to sit around and wait for somebody else to tell them what to do yeah yeah i still like even though i don't think moonshiners is like particularly a good fucking movie no like, no I, it, I wish like, we could go back and redo it to be honest oh man i'd love to redo it i would love to redo um it. i still i'm still really proud of a few shots in that movie yeah i'm still i'm had a still proud shots. of a few yeah you had some pretty good shots i'm i'm pretty proud of like a few things that i did because considering it was written in a day and like all that happened was is uh what like mr alley was like hey um, you need to make a movie about a mystery. Mm-hmm. And you just turned to me and you said, 1940s noir film. And I was like, cool. And I just fucking sat at the computer and I wrote a 12, like 12 pages of script right then and there. Mm-hmm. And then we just filmed it. And it was it was a lot of fun. And it, it's definitely one of the best fucking memories of, of high school, I think, for me. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. I remember when we did the stupid fucking, the stupid edits and then the stupid uh, fucking... Are you talking about the director's edition? The director's edition. Yeah, didn't, wasn't there like explosions in one scene? Oh, fuck, yeah. Oh, it was so nuts. It was every time you 
spoke no it was every time no you kept getting shot so every shot of you was just like gunshots coming out of you all the time of like blood splatter effects <laughs> yeah. um and every time scott spoke like sparks would fly out of his yeah, mouth yeah oh my god it's so um, stupid <laughs> and then like elijah had steam coming out of his ear all the time yeah and there was one in the last scene where it's all three of you when you open the door like a big gust of dust comes out yeah and it was it, the computer had a fucking top of the line Mac computer at the time yeah. had so much trouble rendering the dust from you opening the door, you getting shot all the time, Scott saying why are you here so the fucking sparks are flying out of his face, and Elijah in the corner with fucking smoke coming out of his ears, and it was just like the computer it was like a ten second shot, yeah. and the computer was like it's gonna take three hours to render this. <laughs> yeah, wow, God, yeah, I would love to redo, I'd love to redo that whole thing. It would be a lot of fun. Yeah, <clears throat> it was. It was just, and you did like a Spanish accent. Oh God, it was <laughs> terrible so too. Bad. It was like the worst accent on the face of the yeah. planet. It's so bad. Fucking hell. But since I haven't watched it in a long time, probably in like five years. But I'd love to probably watch it again just to see what we did. Oh, just to see how bad it was. Yeah. I show people fucking hard driver all the time. <laughs> the hard driver. Yeah, isn't that the one with the fucking that we with did with Hanson and Easy? will do with yeah. yeah, and we're we're not in the shorter version. We're in the longer version. Wow. Um, yes. Like, well, we're in the shorter version for like five seconds, mm -hmm. uh, but in the longer version is the one where Hello, dogs. where like I get shot and I die, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then you like fucking go nuts because I because they killed me. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like no. <laughs> yeah, that fucking yeah. Jesus, that, that was a lot. Of but fun it's nuts, that. and it's just it's it's funny because I sh I show it to people, and every time I show it to people, I'm like, okay, so I realize now that there's a lot of inside jokes here. Uh, <laughs> is there? And yeah, because it's all just jokes about Mr. Reality. Oh, in high you're school right. And it is. It's just yeah. it's just a lot of jokes about stuff that we did in high in in video production class. Yeah, yeah, you're right. There. It's it kind of nice to to watch it now. Just kind of it's a little sad. Oh, dude, it's mega Mr. sad. Reality passing. But Super uh sad, yeah. but yeah, like I'm like when he's doing push-ups at like the spot that he had in the like the the overlook part mm -hmm. that he used to stand on cuz like people would just ask to use a camera to quote unquote film yeah. and then they'd go and just sit in the lunch area yeah. in the quad and he would like go out and like stare at them they'd be like, "Oh fuck." And so no. like, you know, there's yeah. there's literally a scene in the movie where people are like sitting there and they're like, "Oh shit, Mr. Reality's looking." And he's like staring at them and then starts doing fucking push-ups like it's just <laughs> it's just nonsense. And it makes sense to us, but like yeah. I show it to people all the time, and yet I never learned that I have to fucking explain things now because <laughs> you know they, uh, <laughs> it doesn't make any yeah. sense. You know they demolished the uh, the friendship circle; it's not there anymore. Really? Yeah. Why? Be just because they were redoing that whole entire like quad area. Dude, how many fucking times are they gonna renovate that goddamn school? Well, man? they basically got rid of. It's basically all concrete now. There's like no dirt or That's anything like there terrible. used to be. Yeah, it used to be like grassy, shaded areas with trees and. Hey, shit. remember that time that we uh, got the whole school to like clap for no reason? No, I don't remember that, but I oh, I, I do remember that was a thing though. That like it was yeah. like around the time when when, so there was the clapping thing, and then there was like people were like, "Let's do flash mobs," and then like people tried doing flash mobs all the fucking time. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. No, the the clapping thing was, uh, one of our friends in high school. Uh, he dropped an earbud, like just like a a pla the little rubber bit at the end, mm -hmm. and like then suddenly he found it on the floor, <laughs> and he was like, "Oh shit, an earbud!" And Adam and I just started clapping, and mm -hmm. then like as like a congratulations, and then like a few people around us started clapping, then and then like everyone else in the our area was started clapping, and then like the rest of the entire school <laughs> started clapping, yeah. and like 
the entire day I was like, everyone was like, did you hear, did you, did you clap at lunch today? I heard somebody had proposed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I heard somebody had proposed? It's high school. Yeah. What the fuck? Listen, fucking high school people, man. Like, we were stupid, but. <laughs> yeah, he proposed but, yeah. to her uh, for prom, to go to prom yeah. with him. But no, I, I remember that just being fucking hilarious because I just remember hearing, I just told nobody what it was actually about. Like, I just sat there and listened. I was like, how'd you hear about the clapping in school? I'd be like, yeah, yeah, it was because of this. Like, somebody's, uh, you know, fucking just gotten to this college. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's fucking, it was fucking ridiculous, man. High school was, let's see, the first two years was bullshit. The last three mm-hmm. were fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, That's right. I was in I high know. school for five years. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I meant to say that. Uh, yeah, the last two, yeah. No, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. Freshman year was a bit rough for me, I guess. Yeah. Sophomore year was a bit rough. Rough. Junior year was a, rough, a bit rough for me, but for different reasons that were stupid at the time. Like thinking about looking back, being like, you had nothing to worry about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. I think senior year was probably my the best year. But senior year was the best year. Yeah. yeah. Senior year was the best year. It was great. I get a little hesitant saying that and talking about it too much. We do it a lot on this podcast, but I definitely just get worried about being like that person who fucking peaked in high school. <laughs> no, I don't think I I did. I think yeah. I have a great life. I think I've built a good good life for myself yeah. that I really enjoy. But I definitely get worried about when I talk to people and go like, oh, I did this in high school. I did this in high school. I did this. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, what did you do since? Like, talk about those. See, yeah. that's the thing. That's the thing, though, is that uh, when you're given just the ability to not have to focus on other things such as work and whatever, you're able to do, mm-hmm. like, a crap ton of awesome shit. Um, yeah. And that's, that's what I like about I senior year. I don't fully think that that's 100% true, because I think... I think even, like, lockdowns put a huge fucking damper on and uh, like, all of it for me. Um, and I think... You know, once time gets back to normal, it'll be different. But I mean, I I think I think I definitely have like have the ability to live a pretty good life. Pretty I, I was I'm a pretty busy person. I stay pretty active and pretty busy all the time. Um, so like you know, it's just trying to find people who ha- are able to make those memories. Um, not to just blow smoke up his ass, but Boogie is you know somebody who I've I've just had so like I didn't really start talking to him till after high school ended so yeah yeah yeah, um, i remember so he and i became friends after high school i've got so many fucking great memories with him Mm -hmm. um because we just do shit and that was with me having full-time jobs yeah um and all that but it's just it's finding the people that make the time when you're not at work special i think Mm -hmm. yeah man that's definitely true i I agree with that um Mm -hmm. for me for me, I just get so fucking tired that I don't want to do anything on the weekends <laughs> through through the week because yeah. it gets gets to be a lot. I had to go into work yesterday, man. Like it just yeah, just, I know just, that sucks. Yeah, it's just uh bullshit all the fucking time. But um, that's why I'm trying yeah. to get to something with a little bit looser, uh, looser hours for me, so yeah. that I can I can focus on other shit. I can do other things. But well, I got two weeks off now, so <clears throat> like right now you you have two weeks off. Yeah, yeah. Remember, I was supposed to be doing that bike trip across Wales. Oh, yeah, yeah. Damn. Well, and basically, um, <laughs> yeah, but it was kind of just it was just the best option because I had um, every year I get thirty days of vacation days, uh-huh. um, but they don't carry over every fiscal year. Uh-huh. So the fiscal year obviously ends uh, the thirty first of March. Um, so it was like, well, 
I'm, I don't have anything to do, but I'll lose, like, I had essentially two weeks of vacation days left that I then planned to put at the end of, uh, at the beginning of March for this trip, but then when that obviously can't happen, I was like, well, I could either work and just lose the vacation time, or I can just take it and just do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> And so it's just, just, I mean, I'm going to get paid to do nothing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to get paid the same amount either way. Might as well just take the vacation time. Yeah. So I got two weeks of fuck all. That's You're cool. going to get a lot of messages of from me being like, you hey, have Minecraft. Minecraft? Yeah, no, I, yeah. I'm down. I'm down, dude. Uh, oh, please, dude. I've been playing I've been playing a lot of Fallout uh, recently. They're yeah. just trying to get that shit beaten. It's, it's a long mm. playthrough, dude. I've been playing Red Dead Redemption 2. How is that? I mean, I have it, but it was mm. from my wife because she wanted to play... She wanted to play it, but uh, yeah. I think it was a little too slow for her, so she lost interest. So the, the first few missions are fucking a slog to get through. Yeah, so yeah it's really I, rough. Yeah, um, and to the point where even I was like, "This doesn't feel worth it." Um, but then when <laughs> wow. you get to when you get to it, it's 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 a lot of fun, and I, the, and the fucking story is actually really. It's the second time ever that I've given a shit about the Rockstar storyline. Yeah, um, well, I really like GTA. Which which one are you gonna say? GTA Five is the only only game I was like, wow, they actually made a game that I cared about playing the missions. Mm-hmm. And then, because even Red Dead One, like I just played enough to like have. I didn't even get to Mexico to be honest. Like I played Re- Undead Nightmare the most because you hmm. start with everything. Wow. <laughs> you start with Mexico and and uh, New Austin, so like yeah. I played Undead Nightmare the most because I had access to the whole map. Yeah. And I didn't have to play any story to do so. Yeah. Um. Whereas this one, you technically do have access to New Austin. Not Mexico, but New Austin. Um, but if you step foot there, it's wanted dead or alive, and it's pretty immediate that they get you. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in the post-game, you have access to New Austin, so you can go... You have the huge map that's double the size already mm-hmm. of the original, and you have the original. Yeah. I really liked um, the first Red Dead. I played the hell out of yeah. that. Uh, I didn't really play the, the zombie DLC, though. Yeah. Um, Did you do you know anything about the second one? The second one, uh, just yeah. I've watched a little bit from what my wife okay. played, but not much. I don't know much yeah. at all. Because essentially, you're you're playing the gang that John was in. Um, you're playing before... the gang that he was in. Yeah, in Dutch oh. Vanderlyn's gang. Nice. But you're playing as Arthur, who's uh, Dutch is kind of like right hand man, mm-hmm. um, and you and who hates fucking who fucking hates John. <laughs> he hates John. Um, yeah. Uh, and John's just kind of useless for like the first half of the game. Oh, is he in um, it? Yeah, he's in it because he's it. Obviously, it's the story that leads up to uh, John Leaving. like being being deserted by by Dutch and the gang. Oh wow! And just taking taking his wife and kid elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you play you play as Arthur, and it's it's this huge fucking map, and it's it's a really good story for a game that shouldn't need that good of a story, mm-hmm. like. And it's yeah, it's just got a lot of lot of good stuff in it. Yeah. Um, I think it's I think it's surprising how good the game is um, to the point where like I am happy just playing the storyline. Uh-huh. Um, there's a lot of hidden stuff like all Rockstar games, but kind of again just don't go anywhere. Yeah, but you can They're do just a lot. Of, it's just it's just hyper realistic is the the main thing that everyone kind of enjoys and dislikes about it. Yeah, I've heard good um, things about it. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's a lot of fun um, and. Yeah, the post. Yeah, it's it's it gives a lot more backstory to John. It makes sense why like the main thing that I never got with John of like, it's supposed to be like redemption in the sense that he's like I, I always felt like it made no sense that he's going after this gang that he spent so much time with. Uh-huh. Like I was like felt like 
though it's it's redemption in the eyes of like us who are like you know law-abiding citizens yeah but like in my in my head even though you know you can be a law-abiding citizen that betraying people who trusted you in a gang just felt wrong yeah. even when like you know he's like dutch left left me for dead and stuff like that like right. it just felt like kind of shitty on john's part like it felt like john's just kind of a shitty person yeah <laughs> for doing that like just giving up all these people that he spent time with mm-hmm. um but then this game like makes I think it, make it adds a bit or something yeah it makes you go okay this makes a bit more sense yeah yeah there's a I, I don't know. I watched her play it, and like I said, it looked really slow, so I don't know if I can get into it or not. It, it <laughs> seems like a huge commitment, too. You know how you feel about what is it? Yeah, no, it's a huge a show. commitment. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. It's like, fuck, I don't know. I still have all these. I believe games. there's eight chapters. Damn. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a long game. Like, I'm, I've played a, a long time, like, probably three weeks into this game now. Mm hmm. And I'm on chapter four or five, so I still am like maybe halfway through the game. Yeah, yeah, I'm sitting here just like fuck, man. I got the, I got all these other games that I'm still trying to get through. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna be able to play it for weeks. I'm gonna be at my parents. So. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah. they're old and need people. They just say they're they're old. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, it's just yeah, it's it, it's, it's kind of one of those where technically you know I, I technically shouldn't really be going over there. But at the same time, like, you know, it's Mother's Day's coming up again. This would have been the second Mother's Day my mother's missed out on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my, my parents are just, like, they're in their 70s. They don't see people. They're get, they're going a bit stir-crazy. Like, they're just, yeah. like, they, yeah. my dad called, like, the, the coronavirus hotline and was like, hey, can my son just come and, like, take care of us for a week? Because mm-hmm. this is shit. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, that's, that's fine. Like, So there's a hotline. I didn't know that. Yeah, there's a hotline for, like, information and stuff like that. Oh, that's neat. That's cool. I wonder yeah. if we have one and I just don't know about it. <laughs> uh, well, it's, it's one of those things that's kind of, you know, when yeah. you have a, a healthcare system that's owned by the government. Wouldn't that be funny if the uh, coronavirus hotline was, like, just one number different from, like, the suicide hotline? and <laughs> <laughs> People kept accidentally calling the suicide hotline. Yeah. And... <laughs> you're, like, calling the suicide hotline. You're, like, I'm really worried. They're, like, what do you have in your hand? You're, like... <laughs> sandwich yeah it's just like a weird scenario it'd be pretty funny for a short yeah like, have you seen the, you remember that short? uh the the whitest kids you know skit where it's like the terminator 2 one uh no no i don't think where I he's know. like there's a there's a cyborg and he's he's got like red eyes and he can melt through the bars and they're like sir this is just terminator 2 and he's like yeah. Okay. Listen. Can we both just agree that what I'm describing to you sounds a lot like what happened in the film <laughs> The Terminator 2, but it's still happening? I need you to send police enforcement. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. I get what you say. I get the joke. That's really yeah. stupid <laughs> and funny. <laughs> but like, they're basically saying like, oh yeah, what if the scenario you're in is actually like a movie yeah. scenario that everyone has seen, but just to make it an extra step more ridiculous they made it about a sci-fi movie versus you know a realistic scenario such as a serial killer i'm pretty sure the end of the skit ends with like the operator hanging up on the guy and then another call comes in they're like hello 911 he's like hi um have you seen a film called jurassic park (laughs) (laughs) that's just how it ends (laughs) that's really funny and stupid it's so dumb good but yeah that'd be a decent little skit to do yeah, like no, okay. Suicide hotline, but instead it's coronavirus hotline. Well, I, I think it's funny that like the emergency number in here is like literally it's so similar to the U.S. one. What is it? Nine nine nine. Nine nine nine. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's not that number in that fucking IT crowd episode. Oh one one eight nine 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 eight six one nine nine oh one one nine seven two five three. Is that it? That is actually. Do you have it? I, so, anyway. I have. I do definitely have memories. <laughs> Probably. Uh, emergency number in IT crowd. Oh one one eight nine 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 eight. Eight eight one nine nine nine. Oh, I I had a little bit wrong. It's oh, oh one one eight nine 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 eight eight one nine 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 one nine seven two five three. Jesus Christ, dude! It's fucking ridiculous. Even that, I probably read that wrong when I was reading it out. But <laughs> I'm looking at it. All right, all right. We're getting we're getting kind of yeah. we're getting kind of the short here on time now. Uh, okay. We yeah. haven't talked about Wes Anderson much, or <laughs> Isle of Dogs, <laughs> for that matter. <laughs> okay, what would you give Isle of Dogs as a rating? Because my, my main problem is it's a it's a cute movie. Yeah. But it's just it's one of those where, like I said, I I definitely would sh- show it to people. Like if I was like, hey, do you somebody who I knew wasn't really into movies? Mm-hmm. I'd be like, hey, let's watch Isle of Dogs. It's about dogs. It's cute. Like yeah. it, it I, I could easily show it to somebody. Yeah, but it's definitely not high up in my list of Wes Anderson films. So, so here's my thing. Uh, I okay. feel a little different about that. Like I said, I would rather show someone Fantastic Mr. Fox first. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they liked Fantastic Mr. Fox, definitely show them Isle of Dog. And if they like that, then we can explore the other Wes Anderson films and, and the other stuff like Grand Budapest or Moonrise mm-hmm. or or I mean, yeah, is it Moonrise or Sunrise? Moonrise, right? Moonrise, Moonrise yeah. yeah. Show them those other films and see how they feel about it. Before Moonrise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, so I would... Um, that That's how I feel the order should go in terms of introducing uh, mm-hmm. this kind of stuff to people. Or, yeah. I mean, if, if the person I'm showing the movie to is just, like, really into cinematography or photography in general, I'd be like, all right, you might yeah. like any of this He definitely films. has, like, yeah, you could yeah. you could pause a, mo- a Wes Anderson film. Most of his films you can pause at any point. Yeah. And it doesn't look like you've paused a film. It looks like you're just, you're you're on a photo. Yeah, you're on, like, some type of a landscape or some type of yeah. a, a portrait of some sort, yeah. Um, it, it's pretty cool. Um, but uh, I, so I really, I really like it. I would definitely put it as uh, one of my top Wes Anderson films, uh, for sure. It's not number one, though, um, mm-hmm. but just the amount of detail and the amount of like things that went into making this film, like I, I just thought it was really good. Uh, yeah. And I, th- I thought it was even, like, the extra animation it takes to show dogs do the little circle thing, then sit... I was like, you could easily just have them sit. Yeah. But they they went through the for something that's stop motion. They went through the trouble to have them do a circle. Mm-hmm. Like it, it sounds silly that like it's like I'm saying I'm giving so much attention to a salt a small detail, but it shows that they're willing to put the effort in. Yeah, it makes something that we all can see is not natural. It makes it feel more natural. Yeah. So by doing things like that, like those little because yeah, you definitely by the end of the film. Yeah you just it's one of those where you don't feel like like i do have a problem with like we've discussed when we talk about like perfect blue and stuff like that of mm-hmm. like i i have i have trouble co- like connecting with animated movies mm-hmm. because of the fact that it doesn't feel like it's in my world yeah um but this movie i don't have that problem mm-hmm. 
I have that problem a little bit with Fantastic Mr. Fox, but not so much with this one. Yeah, Fantastic Mr. Fox is also like anthropomorphic and like yeah. very strange. Like it's it's clearly some type of alter, alternate reality yeah. of like a children's Whereas, storybook. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's a children's storybook. Like you ever you remember that book it. Franklin? If if children's fucking... storybooks were about midlife crisis. <laughs> well, see, that's what's so great about it. You know that story that that book Franklin the Turtle. Yeah. 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 So I think it was also a cartoon as well, but uh, so all those are like anthropomorphic characters, except we're we're following this this kid, uh, this little this little child turtle, and he's mm-hmm. like doing shit, whatever. It feels like it feels like Fantastic Mr. Fox takes place in that fucking universe. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's just uh, about a heist and midlife crisis, and uh, yeah. also uh, something involving teen angst and, and whatever accepting <laughs> yourself, I don't know. Something with his son. <laughs> and uh, the, his uh, his fucking cousin, which has got a ridiculous name. I can't remember the name of his his cousin. But uh, I started watching it because it was also, it came on right after Fantastic Mr. or uh, Isle of Dogs, so it's kind of fresh in my mind. But um, mm-hmm. Christofferson, that's the fucking name of his goddamn nephew. Oh, Christopher, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, so yeah, I like this movie a lot. I really like the the attention to detail. I like mm-hmm. how they kind of framed everything, and I like I like that. So this is a shot that I thought was really cool. Was so remember when he's going through that lab and we see it paint from uh, left to right, and mm-hmm. uh, they get to that point where they're in that lab looking bar and they pour those beakers in and they all take a shot. <laughs> like I love yeah. I loved that because that was really like funny because you're thinking, oh okay, this is just another experiment, and then it's like nope cheers and then they all take a shot that was great but then we see that same room from a different perspective they had to build a whole nother model of the same exact room um to show us the inside of that bar setting and it it kind of gave us a completely different it didn't feel like a lab anymore it's like oh okay so it really was a bar i just thought it was neat i thought it was cool seeing that they had to go through the effort of building an entirely different uh set just to show a different shot of a room they've already filmed it and usually I think the advantage of doing these stop motion things is uh, over like animation is that because you have a 3D space you're working with you don't have to create as many different sets to do different shots because you can physically take the camera and move it around the tiny room you just built but they actually had to build a whole different set for this specific shot (laughs) and this scene and I thought it was interesting even though it was a, a a, a set that they had technically already shot but yeah yeah so i thought that was nice uh interesting to uh what would you it. give it out of 10? i would rate it out of 10 like it's a strong seven to eight like in between mm-hmm. those two right there i'll just go with 7.5 is what i'd say okay yeah because i love the acting as well like like we talked about earlier, the, the immersion of the actors is what, something that was really good. Yeah, okay. So, so what do you think? Oh, uh, I'd give it a 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10? Yeah, see, okay, yeah. I'll change mine to 8 then too, because I, I definitely <laughs> more 8. Like, it's, because it, it's, it's good, it's good. No, just keep it at 7, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> no, no, it's at a 7.5. <laughs> yeah, okay, well... Yeah, no, it, it's an eight because I think it's really well. It's it's one of those where, like I said, I, I'm maybe a little harsher on it or sound a little harsher on it. Mm-hmm. 
but that's because I like it, like in terms of the catalog of Wes, Wes Anderson, mm-hmm. it's definitely a weaker. But at the same time, like the lowest Wes Anderson I can think of is like a seven. Yeah. Yeah. So like he's he he makes really good films, but like in terms of what he can do, I I'm not like I, I'm I'm impressed by it. I still think it's good. I just don't think it's as like I I wouldn't rate. I'm not rating it poorly. Like in terms of his cat- catalog, it's definitely doing a lot of things different than he normally does. Yeah, it's, a lot. It's, yeah. it's got like yeah. I think it's it definitely is a really engaging, fun story that goes in different places. It's just you know there. There, it's still full of the Wes Anderson tropes. Fucking Harvey Keitel's there as the guy who's in charge of a group of badasses because <laughs> it's Harvey Keitel and that's what he puts him as the role in every one of his movies. Like, uh, but no, I think the voice acting's fucking spot on for everyone. Um, I think th- there's the the fun little like, uh, oh fuck, what's the name of the Gaijo? I think is what it's called. Gaijo is is the words taken from English for what? Uh, what? Hold on. Let me let me look at it. Uh, Japanese word for taking English words. Um, oh, you mean like when he says "sito"? Yeah, "sito" and and "biscotto." Yeah, and "biscotto." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to, but there's there. Uh, why do Japanese use more words? Yeah. Yeah, there's a term for it in Japanese. I'm just trying to fucking remember what it is. It just means like stole, uh, foreign stolen word. <laughs> yeah, is what it like actually comes down to. Yeah, like uh, like milkuru. Yeah, milkuru. Apparently, there is like a a, a legitimate because obviously they had milk yeah they before had that but like it, it just yeah like milk. small villages will say that word yeah. but like if you go to Tokyo people say milkuru. Yeah. yeah. Um. No, that's the original God damn it! It's telling me what the what the word is, but in <laughs> Japanese, so I can't read it. <laughs> God damn it! Read what the hell? Learn Japanese already. I know. I'm really. Oh, Gairaigo. Gairaigo. That's it. Gairaigo. You sound. Means... You sound like you're trying to speak some type of Gaelic dialect, dude. <laughs> well. Um, I can speak Welsh, so I know, but I that's, guess that's why my focus. <laughs> that's probably why it comes out whenever. And I notice that even when you speak Spanish, it sounds very like you know. Gaelic. Well, I think <laughs> the reason why when I speak Spanish it sounds Gaelic is, as my father has said, which is because uh, English doesn't have rolling R's. Yeah, it does. So, but because I learned Welsh words when I was a kid, yeah. I do know how to roll my R's. Mm-hmm. But I only know how to roll my R's in the Welsh way. Yeah. Did your dad speak Not the to really you Spanish, right? in Welsh when you were like a baby? No, I he he said he said words to me all the time, like certain words, but he never spoke to me in Welsh. Oh, you never which, like oh yeah. yeah. I I bring up to him every once in a while to make him feel bad. Yeah, you tell him why didn't you? You fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm like listen, you could have literally given me a fucking gift, a gift that I had to put no effort into. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, also a gift didn't. that isn't used like anywhere. Yeah. But no, I, I used to, when I was in middle school, so I was like 12 or 11, uh, when my dad used to drive me to school. But then it ended up being my mom who drove me to school. Um, but for like a few months, I asked him, like, okay, just start teaching me Welsh. Uh-huh. And he, but I don't remember any of the things that he taught me. Um, but, um, and 
I'm fairly certain what he was teaching me was like very formal, very formal Welsh, um, which is interesting, and I might bring that up to him tomorrow when I see him, because um, like he speaks the most fucking colloquial, like fucking, like, uh-huh. <laughs> like he, the way he speaks Welsh is so, like, what like a farmer, <laughs> not like a farmer, but but like, it, it's just very it, like advanced colloquial specific like kind of like like how people like how we when we're talking right now we're speaking fast we're omitting some words that technically are implied and stuff like that like we're doing a bunch of stuff in english that we don't think about because we just speak it so we're saying this sentence in a very straightforward and and kind of uh streamlined way and he speaks it like that and then like yeah, my mom's trying to learn Welsh, and she's like, That's cool. my dad keeps trying to, like, trying to correct her, and he's like, people wouldn't say that. I was like, yeah, no, no, you wouldn't say that. The problem is, is my mom is learning incredibly formal Welsh. And so when she says that, he's like, no, nobody would say that. I'm like, yeah, but that's like telling someone who said, like, um, like somebody who's learning English who says, I would like a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, someone who's so used to saying, just a cup of coffee, please. Or just coffee, please. Yeah. Like, would think I would like a cup of coffee sounds ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Because we would say just a coffee. Yeah. Yeah, Like that. And the problem is, is he's, he's fixating on trying to teach her how to say just a coffee. And like, no, she needs to learn the, I would like a cup of coffee and then she can move on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, what what is the time right now as opposed to what time is it, you know? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My favorite is uh, Bitty Moin, which means what do you want? Mm-hmm. Um, now that is an extreme colloquialism because the actual way to say it is Bethotin Moin. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Bitty Moin is just like, what do you want? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, she'll pick up the colloquialisms later, you know? Yeah. She just needs to exactly. learn how to fucking speak the language. And the the only reason. The yeah, the only reason I know to say that phrase is because I worked in a fucking coffee shop in West Wales. Mm. <laughs> and, like, it's just a phrase that came up with, like, you know, somebody would walk up and they'd order uh, a coffee and then they'd look to their, like, fucking partner or friend or whatever. They're and they'd be like, Bitty Yeah. Yeah. And they'd be like, Bitty Moin. And they'd be like, ah, just coffee. <laughs> just get a cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that must have been, that must have been interesting. It, it makes sense why you got the jobs you got. And why you probably enjoy them. You get to talk to a whole bunch of different people all the time. Yeah. Well, back in the day, back then, when I was working in that coffee shop in West Wales, yeah. um, my fucking super, my, my manager, the manager of the coffee shop, forced us all to wear pins that said that we could speak Welsh. Really? <laughs> yeah, Even she was like, couldn't? it looks better. Yeah, she was like, didn't matter if you could speak it. She was like, it looks better for the, for the, the coffee shop. And I was like, yeah, but the problem is people would come up to me and be like, Ah, oh, teach you how to keep a dog. And I'd be like, uh, well. <laughs> See? <laughs> See? <laughs> <laughs> Start speaking Spanish. Que quieras. Que quieras. Yeah, no, it, it, would, it would lead to a lot of, like, confusing conversations for just people who were like, oh, thank God I can speak Welsh, and, like, would speak Welsh to me, and then I'd be like, at the time... I didn't put much effort into into trying to learn. I should have at the time, mm. but I didn't. I only I only have really since quarantine, and it's like one of those one of those things that you're like, well, I've got nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. Let's learn Welsh. Yeah. All right. So. Yeah. So that was our, I guess our very scattered review of uh, 
Wes Anderson slash I'll Island be Bell. I'll be 100% honest with you. I was a little worried about this episode just because there's not much I have to say about this movie. Yeah. It's a, it's a good solid movie. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. It's it's a good solid it's not like a boring movie where I kind of forget about it. Uh-huh. I I have a lot of good memories, there's a lot of memorable scenes, yeah. but it's just kind of a solid film that's really good, really approachable. Yeah. Really fun. Yeah. But like it's it's nothing really to to rave about. There's nothing to to shit on because there's nothing there's really nothing bad in this film that I could go on about. Mm-hmm. But there's no, nothing great. But there's a lot of good stuff. There's nothing that great that I could keep going on about. Nothing that you're outside like, of like really raving about. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's why I feel, I feel a little bad. If there's anything else you want to say about the movie, please go ahead. But like I don't have much to say about the film. Uh, Isle of Dog belongs on Trash Island. That's what Reese just said. So. <laughs> that's exactly it yeah. if they made a trash island I'd be like could you also take all the copies of Isle of God and put them there please yep. thank you dude I found so speaking of copies of things going into trash um, <laughs> I found a freaking copy of the E.T. game for Atari at like a wow. local store you know how they were all dumped inside of a hole because it bankrupted I did not it bankrupted Atari. you didn't know that no, I didn't know it bankrupted Atari. It bankrupted Atari, the Atari, the ET game, and uh, a ton of them. I'm got not surprised. Them. It's a boring fucking film. It'd be a boring game. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was awful, and it was all entirely coded and made by one man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. That's upsetting. Dude, there's like this whole story behind it. It's insane. But anyway, uh, so yeah. next next week's film is gonna be what? Uh, next week's film is gonna be My Darling Clementine. Fleming time? I'll, I'll, I'll type it into the chat for you. Okay, yeah, do that for me. Type it into the chat. My darling. Ah, Clementine. Oh, wait, no, that's 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 probably spelled wrong. Ah, who cares? I'll just, I'll just copy it. It's good enough. Yeah, you'll, you'll know. I'll find yeah. the movie. Um, it's a John Ford Western film. Western film. Uh, with, with Henry Fonda, okay. uh, who I, I think is a great actor. I really enjoy him in everything he's in. All right. uh, but yeah, it's essentially, if you've seen Tombstone, it's kind of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as far as I'm aware, I haven't, I haven't actually seen this movie, uh-huh. but it's essentially the same... It's the same character. It's Wyatt Earp. It's Doc Holliday. It's the gunfight at the OK Corral. Uh-huh. But like, yeah. Uh, but from my understanding, this is a lot better than Tombstone. When was this uh, made? 46? Okay, so it's, it's an older film. 46, yeah. Talking about yeah, like I said... I want to do I want to do one that's that's a really early western. Yeah. Um, maybe not super early because obviously Stagecoach is like 30s and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But like early enough. Um, and then you know next week if you want to do a samurai film that's obviously based and inspired by a lot of these movies. Mm-hmm. And then after that I'll pick a like a late 70s, uh, like end of the era western films yeah, that I are kind wait. of also taking from those samurai films. Yeah, I've been wanting to watch some samurai films for a while. I really love samurai films. Um, I think we had our, our 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 load of Japanese for this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just for and this we'll, week. We'll, yeah. Um, ne- next week we'll go back to Japan. <laughs> uh, I'm looking for another one. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Right. Looking forward okay. to it. I'm excited for your one. The only thing that I will say... Oh, no, I think, yeah, I think Hidden Fortress is really the only one that I have seen of samurai films. Now, I, I think seen I started the Hidden but... Fortress... But I don't think I ever it's, finished it. It starts off like Star Wars. It's a bit of a drag because mm-hmm. you're following two characters who are kind of mean, like pointless and meaningless. Yeah, yeah. Like Star Wars, I think you you can watch it now and you kind of you 
you're in the zone, you're like, oh yeah, it's Star Wars, I know what's coming. But like, if you objectively watch the beginning of the film, you're like, why the fuck are we following these two? <laughs> yeah. See, the movie that I was considering uh, doing is, is uh, Seven Samurai, because I've heard so much okay. about this. and I yeah. Which is apparently based on Magnificent Seven anyway, so... Based on Magnificent Seven? Yeah. Uh, the Western? Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Now, see, Seven Samurai, I don't know if you've ever watched... Uh, I've watched a couple of animes that were based off of this, and it was actually really fucking okay. good. So I always wanted to watch the original. So yeah, that, yeah. that is 1956. It's three hours and 27 minutes. Well, you have uh, a whole week to think of what you want to choose. <laughs> probably going to be that. It's probably going to be that. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Because I really cool. like the things that are inspired by Seven Samurai. I may just watch it next week anyway. Because uh, especially it's going to be my parents' westerns. My dad likes westerns. Yeah. I think my dad likes samurai movies anyway. So, that, yeah, I could probably watch both of those this week. Get them all out of the way. Um, you don't want to freshen and, your but, head, but, though, for the next week after? Well, I, I'm pretty good at memory, remembering films. All right. Well, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it probably two days prior in case I don't finish yeah. it in the first sitting. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. It crap. is long. It's a, so like, okay, I don't see this very often, but this has a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, well listen. I know, I know. I know. Don't get I know. I know. But I don't see a hundred percent often. Is all I'm saying. All right. Well, I'm gonna head off. Thank uh, you very much. You're gonna head uh, off now. Where are you going? Uh downstairs to eat dinner <laughs> <laughs> you know that sounds like a good idea i haven't eaten breakfast yeah. yet all right, <laughs> you go so. eat breakfast i'll go eat dinner time difference is a weird thing <laughs> yep all right guys uh okay. thanks for being with us and next week we're watching my darling clementine Woo. <laughs> that'll be the end of it. just a woo <laughs>